What it do? What's happening, King? Man, all great, all great. Just waiting for everybody to chime on in. You know how we do. No doubt. In the meantime, how's your day been? I've been blessed, man. I've been blessed with more opportunity. I've just been blessed, man. I've been blessed to be a blessing to others, man. Great day. Man, I'm happy you, you know how you do. You a G in the game, a vet. Talk to some of these artists, some of these DJs. While everybody coming in, um, we're going to do the introduction. We're going to give um, everyone a chance to uh, introduce them. Your first time ever being on one of our conference calls, you know, feel like you're at home. You know what I'm saying? We show love. We've got DJs from all around um, the country, ones that are in our crew, and the ones that are in other crews that we all deal with. Um, the purpose of this particular call this evening, uh, well, let me start off by saying this this is our first call for 2022 conference call for the Dictator DJs. Um, this, this, today's, um, conference call, one of the main topics is, uh, is going to be about the disconnect with the DJs and the artists and, uh, what, you know, I've been trying to figure out a solution to it. So I have some OGs that's, um, chiming in and we're going to see how we can come up with solutions. You did? If anybody got any questions, chime y'all on in. I got my man, Lucky. What's up, Lucky? Hey, what's happening? Chillin' man. Okay. The um, the head honchos they in the building right now, so um, we can go ahead and get started. While everybody start coming in, I'm gonna introduce them. I got my man, Mr. Jamie O, uh, Wealth Nation. He, like I said, uh, I don't know if y'all heard me. He's um, an OG. Uh, shall I? I don't, matter of fact, I don't even want to say OG because he's current guy. You know making moves, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna give him the floor, let him tell y'all a little bit about it, and then we're gonna move on, and then we're gonna come back and, and, and get things cracking. Hey, Jamie O, the floor is yours, man. All right, DJ Jamie O in the building. Um, 25 years in the music industry, uh, started off as a writer, uh, Obviously, prior to that, I was DJing from a kid, but started off as a writer um, back in about 1997. By 98, I had wrote two songs for an independent label out of New York City. I'm from the Bronx, raised in the Bronx, born in Brooklyn. Um, what happened was most of us coming out of New York City in the, in the mid-80s, um, early 90s, we always ran to the record labels because the record labels were there in New York. Uh, so we that that was our goal to get to the record labels. It was a little easier for us than it was for people coming out of the South or the West Coast because the labels were there in New York. Um, still wasn't very simple because if you didn't know anybody, you still couldn't just get in the building. But that's how it, that's that's what New York was about at that time. I took another route. I took the Master P route. Um, I, had, I had been a big fan of Master P and the way that he was building an independent company. And I didn't have a lot of relationships at the record labels myself at that time um, in those days. So I had to go the independent route. So 
by writing and producing songs. That's how I began as an independent New York in 1997, 1998. That evolved into me learning distribution because I had to distribute those records that I, that I wrote for the artists. I had to do the marketing for the artists. So I did a lot of independent work at a time in New York where being independent wasn't popular. And that's where my, my humble beginnings began and it just evolved. Um, nowadays, over the last 10 years, I've built a serious company, the number one artist development company in the country along with my partner. It's called Wealth Nation. Um, you could check that out at onewealthnation.com. Um, we have a lot of independent artists we work with. We have a lot of major artists that we've worked with. I've worked with a lot of major artists in terms of helping them build their brand and doing marketing. Um, as a DJ, I will say to all DJs on the line and all, you know, all DJs around the world that hip hop revolves around the DJ. Urban music as a whole revolves around the DJ. And I'll talk more to that. But that's pretty much my history. Um, that's where I come from. That's what it's been about for me. Um, marketing is communicating the value of the product to the consumer. So marketing is key. That's what I focus on nowadays, marketing and branding. Uh, they call me the brand builder. And I'm, I'm available for any questions. Um, you could tap into me and just pick my brain when it comes to this music industry and, and what I believe is at at this point and, um, and just a, a deep history and my experiences. I've traveled the country with independent artists. I've given a lot of independent artists opportunity over my career. And if there's any way that I can help any of you now or in the near future, don't hesitate to ask. Thank you. Oh, beautiful, 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 man. Okay, okay, Mr. Jamie Yo. Um, like I said earlier, y'all wanna chime in, got questions, um, let us know. Um, I'm gonna pass it on to Lucky. Lucky, the floor is yours, my G. Okay, yeah, uh, my name's L Lucky Smith. Uh, 30 year veteran in the game. Uh, I done worked everything from, from promotions and marketing to booking, management consulting, uh, tour guiding, um, you know, I've been tapped into it from modeling agencies to, to brand marketing, uh, you know, a little bit of everything. My hands have been touched a lot of situations in this industry. So I'm very, very wise and knowledgeable. Uh, I run a magazine uh, and program uh, two different radio stations tied into to a total of five. I service over 6,000 DJs uh, worldwide and, you know, just, just out here to, to help and try to help others build and, and uh, get successful so if you have any if you, uh, so i'm here i'm here to let you pick my brain as well so you know let's let's get it started okay 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 so um i had um did like a questionnaire and starting off like i said earlier one of the main things um um i'm gonna give before i go into this i want everybody that's on to introduce themselves um I guess, um, make yourself known, shout out where you're from, what you do. Um, cause this, like I say, we all about the networking cause the only way we going to get far in every, anything we do is about networking. You dig, um, you know, close, like the, what's that old saying? Closed mouths, you know, won't get fed. So, um, 
it's a networking thing. So like I said, if you have any questions, y'all raise your hands and um, let me introduce. I got a, let me look in the room. I got a bunch of folks up in here. Yeah. Um, we basis, we do our conference calls. It normally be, you know, us as DJs talking to either a client that we work in or artists. Um, this go around, I said, I wanted to start the year off with everybody just coming together because we all need each uh, each other to make this happen. And as a DJ, um, you know, that was my first love from being an independent exec, putting out records. Um, I've always seen this disconnect with the DJs now. It's not like back in the day when I remember DJing in the club and, and the artists will literally come in the club, hand me a record, and just for the love of the music, I will play the record. It wasn't nothing as some of the stuff going on, you know, years down the line where we got payola under the table. And a lot of times when I'm on a, on a lot of conference calls, I'm talking to a DJ one-on-one, I keep hearing this thing where everybody be like, man, the artists ain't showing no love. And then the artists, when I listen to them, they be like, man, F them DJs. They ain't showing no love. So I wanted to have a conversation and this conversation for everybody how do you, why do y'all think that is? Or if, if since that's the issue, how can it, how, what, what, do anybody have any solutions? I have some, some ideas on some solutions, but I want to hear others to see if, how can we bridge the, 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 the DJ and the disconnect of the artist, And also keeping in mind the new technology that we have in today's time, that's also forcing the, the DJ out the way. Jamie O. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I didn't, I didn't know who you wanted to answer that. Yeah. Oh, it was all pretty far. Okay. Yeah, because I think right. I think you got you got to let the people up on the platform too. Yeah. Oh, so I, yeah. I did let them on. Hold on. Let it, let it, I thought they was on there. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Invite to speak. Oh man. My bad. Okay. Invite to speak. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Everybody speak. Yep. You know so yeah. So to answer that question. Um, I would say that um, artists are in the asset business, right? Okay. So the music, the music is an asset, right? Your catalog okay. is an asset. I think you and I uh, have had this have had this discussion, classic. Uh -huh. um, and DJs have to get in the asset business. DJ DJs have to get on top of their business. You spinning in a club, your value is going the moment. In the, in the artist's mind, your value is going the minute they walk out of the club. If you're not playing their music, beyond that, they don't see your value. So you have to create more value. Anytime you bring value to the marketplace, you'll get cash in exchange. And you got to bring more value as a DJ to the marketplace. Like myself, I started writing. Um, also, DJs got to do their own events. Also, DJs gotta gotta cut deals with these artists from the beginning before they pop. Hey, listen, I want equity in your brand. If you don't got no equity in the artist's brand, they feel like why do they need you on the back end? But if you if you invest in them early, say, hey man, I want ten percent in your brand. The manager may have as a standard fifteen to twenty percent, but I want ten percent too. 
and this is what I'm going to give you in exchange for that. Are you with it? And they're they going to be with it or they're not going to be with it. So you got to, you as DJs, you got to discover more ways to bring value to these artists as they're coming up than just playing the record alone. So a lot of DJs nowadays, due to the technology that you spoke of, became what? They became hosts. They became media personalities. Yeah. So you have to do more because DJs began to realize spending these artists' records is not going to be enough. So why not host your own podcast? Why not do your own events? Why not do your own festivals? Why not begin to help produce for the for these artists? Uh, produce doesn't always mean making beats. You can produce in another way. You can produce the record. You got someone in so many different angles for a DJ where they can get involved above and beyond just playing the music in the club or on the radio. You got to get involved with these artists' careers personally so that they know that you you believe in them and then hopefully, God willing, that will be reciprocated and that will bridge the gap. In the, in the beginning days, in the early days, they needed us, but now they can go directly to the digital streaming platforms and upload their music. They can go directly to media outlets and get exposure. So you have to be real creative when getting involved with these artists and getting involved with their careers and bringing value to them. And that's the way that they're going to um, reciprocate that, pro provide more opportunity, if that answers the question. Well-spoken, well-spoken. I, I think that's well-spoken. Okay, cool. Lucky, chime on in. What, what's your take on that? You know, I, I look at it in a couple different ways, you know what I mean? Because I, I deal with, with DJs on a regular. You know what I mean? So I, I get to hear their complaints, you know, they, they gripes, uh, you know, the things that they're looking for. And I also deal with a, a lot of artists. So, you know, I get to hear their side. So, you know, so a person that, that's in the middle and, and a, a visionary of the game, you know what I mean? In today's industry, one, as a DJ, you they have to understand that the times have changed. You know, and like you said, there there's, there's Artists don't really need DJs like that as much anymore. So it's like at, at this point in the game, DJs have to have to work just as hard as artists, you know. And it's like people, people, there's always a saying, you know, uh, a DJ isn't anything without the music and an artist isn't anything without the DJ, you know. And now and now more than ever, that's so true. So, you know, what I mean, so DJ, a lot of DJs have to put themselves so so they can uh you know help build build their brand because if their brand if artists got a, a brand bigger than the dj what is he going to need you for and so as a dj you they have to build their brand to make themselves worthy to make artists want to spend money because right now everyone has a handout and and a lot of artists don't have budgets to cover every dj so they're going to be looking for the ones that that's that's out here that's that's really they that can really put them in a position to win Compared to just, you know, I'm gonna pay this person, that person, that person, and you, and you don't have a, a proven platform to show that uh that you are winning. And like you said, clubs ain't enough anymore. You know, they they're looking for everything. So you so as a DJ, you have to you you have to be just as big and and market yourself just as hard. So so people know who you are as well. 
you know, and then as, as artists, they have to understand at the end of the day, you know, I mean, it's still a, a pay to play industry. So you're going to have to pay somebody to get ahead, you know, putting your money, putting your money strictly just in, into the streaming systems ain't going to guarantee you that you're going to win because you don't even know uh, if your if the stuff that you're paying for it is really being seen. So, you know, so a lot of times you they have to they have to go back to the tangible assets of, of, of things that they can control within them within their own system and it's like you're gonna have to get out in these streets you gotta go touch the people you gotta go shake some hands and kiss some babies because that's only that's the one thing that you know that is getting done because sitting, sitting behind a computer all day you don't know what's going on you you just you, you putting your career in somebody else's hand that you ain't never seen never talked to don't know what they look like you don't even know if they real they could be virtual so it's like you know what I mean it's it's something that this that to where work and unity has to come. It, there has to be a happy medium, you know what I mean? Is it, and that's just that's just where it's at. Let me um, let me. I, I got a question. I, I don't want to put point nobody out, but if if I see them, but I want them if they want to do. If there any DJs um that are on the phone that would like to chime in on this particular um subject at this very moment, let me know. Cause um, I I I have this thing where I feel like um, let me let me say let me see um, a DJ and and I'm I'm asking I'm being neutral here when I ask this question because I'm like I'm I'm asking a question I'm being neutral so I see a DJ and he got on his, I guess, on his social media where he says, hit me up for spins, packages for spins. And this particular DJ, DJ's at a nice spot. He works on the well. So in my mind, I get to thinking, okay, if I'm an independent artist and I'm trying to get my music, I feel like I got a good record. But this DJ says, hit me up. That means he's already telling you off the wham before you call me have some money for me you know what i'm saying so i think in my mind like if he's charging every artist what about the artist that he's already playing like let's go through his crate let's talk about let me just throw a couple people out there he's playing uh, um michael jackson he's playing gucci man he's playing future he's playing whitney houston but them folks ain't giving him no money right he's playing them freely on his free will but now i'm an artist and I'm looking like, oh, I can't even, I don't even have a shot with getting my music played unless I'm breaking bread. And and another thing, I always ask this question, like I said again, if I got to play, I mean, pay to get my record played, does that mean that the DJ doesn't even believe in, believe in me starting off? He don't even believe in me because he's not even willing to say, you know what? I listen to your record. The record is good. And let me just play it because I feel the record is good. It it matches the stuff that's going on, like with the other records I just mentioned, your Gucci's, your Futures, your Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. You feel me? So I want a DJ or somebody to chime in and tell me why is that? Because I'm I'm trying to figure that one out. Why nobody just play music because it's good. The music is good. The quality of the record is good to push the the music. Hello. Never. Any anybody want to? Okay, look. I'll tell you what, man. I'm. 
My name is Mark. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm from West Virginia. I go by DJ Miz. Yo, man, I'm just telling you real quick, man. What I think about that situation is that I'm in West Virginia, and it's such a small market. Okay. <clears throat> I I reach out to artists. Okay. Like when I like, I go on certain sites, and you and they want you to do a little baby record report for each song that you download. And I'm like, okay, cool. Then I ask them for a drop. Now that may be a little added to. I mean, leaning a little bit more towards lucky, because you say you deal with DJs, but. I never even get a response back, but I'm still pushing the grind. I'm playing playing your music. So I'm not particularly getting paid for a track to play it because, once again, being that we're in West Virginia, you know, they don't even look at us as far as being a viable entity for them to really get paid from. You know, I would like to I would like to see some money off of this down the line, but I don't understand. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I mean, we put in more more work because we're in such a slower area. If that makes well, any sense. Well, I see you. You say you support them, but you're not asking for nothing. But I'm asking about the artists. You feel me? Like, um, I believe Lucky had mentioned earlier, all these artists don't have. Uh, um, I'm gonna call it the the BMF budget. You feel me? Okay. Some of them might be working at McDonald's trying to pursue their career but they do make good music you feel me but the dj ain't even starting off the record Uh, and i'm and i'm they they like i'm not saying all djs i'm not saying all i'm saying majority i'm like the it's a it's it's the it's a majority that you have to pay so you everybody knows if you're trying to get a record going it takes multiple DJs simultaneously to play that record for it to make a, somewhat an impact. So yeah, one, two, above, yeah. yeah. So if majority of them already saying, "Oh man, I got to get some money," then how does that artist have a chance? I want to chime in on that. Hey, have the fucking. Uh, all right, me personally, um, if I if I fuck with artists. I'm going to hit them up. Hey, what's your song and all that stuff? Send it to me and I'll play it. No charge or whatever. The thing when it comes to charging or like, you know what I'm saying, where you most artists have to pay is usually when there's like a DJ coalition involved. Because that's when basically uh, you get like, say, if an artist has like two or three hit songs, you get that email blast to the whole coalition. Coalition could be about a thousand DJs. Coalition could be about five hundred DJs, and that's like all over the place. And then uh, most of those DJs, some of those DJs probably have their own little radio station somewhere. So you're getting that record played on internet radio or radio somewhere, uh, somewhere else, right? Like FM radio. And then um, a lot of times that also comes with promo too. Because some DJs will probably promote it for you. And then if you have um, visuals to it, that's uh, people charge for that too. So they'll promote your visuals too. So it really just depends on the the business of it. Like, because like I said, it's more of a, when you have to pay like something like that, it's more of a coalition to it. It depends on like the DJ or the coalition. Okay, real quick, real quick. Do me one favor. Introduce yourself, because a lot of folks already know y'all, but I want everybody to know each other. Introduce yourself, and um, I wanted to chime in. Uh, tell everybody your name and 
where you from, what you represent, and you know all that good stuff. Uh, well, I'm DJ Rich Kid, uh, originally from Houston, Texas. Currently living in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, I DJ pretty much anything, uh, and I do uh, starting to do more mix shows now on internet radio and podcasts. Bad, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, bad. Um, okay, cool. Anybody else want to chime in before? Yeah, I'll say something. Yeah, Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, can, uh, can I be heard? Yeah, introduce yourself first. Yeah, Everybody yeah. Everybody hey. introduce yourself. Yeah. Hey, hey my name is DJ Henny. I DJ out in North Carolina, um, slash Virginia. Open format DJ. Just, I guess I would call it Afrofusion, you know, hip hop, Afrobeats, uh, Caribbean music. You know, it belongs, all belongs to the diaspora. So that's what I'm all about. But um, to be honest, as someone who's actually like, I was, who's actually been, a DJ for like up and coming artists. Sometimes it's like, um, I think a few people mentioned it. The, the give and take is kind of like, I guess, you know, back in the day, uh, you mentioned like back in the day, people would play records just for like the love of music. I think the landscape was just kind of like music and like, especially hip hop is just a lot different now that, um, you know, is less because of these mediums, like, internet stuff like that is more like individualistic so it's like everybody thinks they can do it on their own and there's been times where i've seen artists really not respect djs like you know djs like djs and like you said djing is like different things now like like right now a lot of djs are curating playlists you know what i'm saying curating playlists like all this different stuff so it's like you know it's a lot different but i've seen artists just not kind of respect uh djs and i've i've had situations where it's like all right you know when they hit me up to like you know play their track you know it's all love and stuff like that you know i play at the you play function and stuff like that um and um you know i don't i don't charge them and stuff like that but when it's come time for me to you know ask them for a drop if they get gain a little traction like that um then it's like Either like they don't respond to me, or like um, they you know they charge me on my leg. So it's like it's like a. I mean, everybody's kind of looking out for themselves um, right now. Um, so it's kind of hard to just you know just love the music, enjoy the music, especially like when it's like you know you do something for someone and uh, you know nobody's gonna get you. So, um, but I try. I mean, I try. I try. I try not to uh, you know have that mentality because I do love the music, and there is a lot of local artists who are. Um, you know, making good music, and you put you put that's a really good point. Like you know, um, I've I've never charged people. Every time I'm DJing, right? People come to the booth, ask me, tell them, tell me, um, tell me, yo, next time somebody asks, you know, uh, to play their song, I will charge them or like, you better charge them. I'm like, nah, man. If, I mean, the track's good, I'm gonna play. It. But um, like you said, like you know, I you you play, you know, Devito, Little Baby, all these big people. And you know they don't ask you for no money, right? So, or or like uh, they don't ask you for you you didn't they didn't pay you, so it's kind of like you know, um, I think, I mean everybody artistry is artistry. Some people have more money than other people, but I think it should all be pretty much like you know treat them with respect as like kind of like the big artists too, because you know, I mean making money is expensive now, so it's like uh, I'm, I'm talking too much, but yeah, that's what. I'm- no, nah, you good, you you good. Let me let me say something. I wanted to say something for you. 
uh, you said, and I, I can help you out in that situation right there because I went through that already and I had to learn from it. Um, when we say the, the say handling business, handling business nine times uh, nine times ten is not always about money. Business is crossing T's, dotting I's. So in the future, if an artist come to you and they say, "Hey, play my record," because you know they gonna come with the side show. Oh man hook me up when I when I blow up I'm, I got you which a lot of times yeah. loyalty really ain't there they gonna blow up and forget about you so the, what you want to do when they come to you even if you don't want no money like literally you go ahead and cross the T's and the I dot them I's early on in the business you be like look come sit down with me I want you to look me dead in my eye I need you to do this, this, this. I need you to do a drop. Matter of fact, I need you to go outside and wash my car. I need you to do everything I need you to do. And then, because they're going to remember that. See, a lot of times it's all about communication. A lot of times, you know, being in this industry myself for a long time, I've seen people where they get upset. They might have met somebody passing through. Let me give you an example what I mean passing through. I, and, and this is with the DJ. Say DJ O'Henny, he's at a hot spot in North Carolina, he's DJing, and there's this new kid, this new artist coming up. Well, this kid hasn't got to the level of uh, BET, he hasn't gotten to the level, like whatever platforms, he hasn't gotten there yet. He's just that kid right there begging you to play his music or whatever. So you feel like on the passing through, Oh, I know him. He was there. We smoked the blunt. We drank something. He was in the booth. But guess what? Now you're playing this song. Song is getting hot. He's now moving around. Now he's not just in your market, North Carolina. Promoters from Virginia just booked him. A promoter in New York booked him. Now he's traveling. Now he went from doing independent, I mean, local stuff to now he's going international, right? You didn't keep a relationship with this person. You feel me? See, I always say this. You didn't keep a real, re when I mean a real relationship, like you could pick up the phone. Hey, my dog, what you doing? You feel me? Let's kick it. Then when this person goes all the way to the top of the mountain, then the DJ's being disgruntled. Oh, man, fuck that nigga, man, or fuck her. I remember I playing the record, but did you really build a relationship for them to even remember that? Because you got to remember, as an artist, they're going to meet a lot of people during that journey. And if you you were just a piece of, you know what I'm saying, of that journey before they got to, you know, the mountaintop, they had, you know, the Source Awards or they had the BET Awards or they, or oh, forgive me for saying Source Awards, that's not no longer here, but y'all get the drill. When yeah. when they all up there, you know what I'm saying, at the getting Oscars and Grammys and all of that, they're not thinking about you because you never really built that relationship with them. You did? So that's important as far as handling your business up front. Hey, man, I need you to do this, this, this. And and if you want to keep the relationship going, it's all up to you. If if they ever drop a new record, guess what they're going to do? You probably be that go-to guy because there's some DJs that have personal relationship with, with artists. When I mean they got real, like, I know y'all know the story about Future and DJ Esco, right? I don't know if y'all know that anytime Future dropped the record, Esco was the person that helped him, and you see how he took him along. But as a DJ, you got to keep that in mind. I get a lot of DJs, everybody, you know, and this is one thing, and, I, and I'm going to give the floor. A lot of DJs be acting like they some damn stars they sell. You feel me? Like they some superstars. And, and now uh, don't get me wrong, huh? I'm sorry. Anybody want to chime in? Yo, I would say, yeah, I totally know. 
everybody want to be stars, but let's call it what it is to be a star. You you have to be doing something way more than just playing records. Like when you look at our super our so-called superstar DJs, pay attention to what all they have in common. When you look at your college, you look at your Jazzy Jeffs. Jazzy Jeff was on TV uh, uh, with his his homeboy. Uh, Khaled made himself a commodity. He he started making records, not just spinning. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So we gotta keep that in mind. Yeah, I was gonna say uh a lot of a lot of DJs. Um Hello? You hear me? Hello? Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh a lot of DJs they they had their hands in uh, a lot of production as far as um A and R and you know, as far as getting like beats from producers or even studio, what what the producers and actually, you know, you know, actually producing, you know, like hey, we we want you to put the hook here or hey, you know, we want you to do the drums like this or et cetera. And uh, like you said, um, it's more than just you know just spending records. But unfortunately, I think like once the live mixtape uh stuff kind of slowed down, um, that kind of like. I'm not gonna say axed out the uh, the DJs, but you know a lot of artists now they just got a direct pipeline to streaming services and they can monetize on their music compared to like just putting it on live mixtapes or my mixtapes or whatever, and they weren't really monetizing on it or whatever like that, you know. So that's that's like another major major thing. But I think I think artists and I mean not artists but producers and uh, DJs they kind of like neck and neck as far as um the respect factor like from the artists like a lot of artists you know they don't really have a lot of respect for like the up-and-coming producers and the same thing for a lot of the up-and-coming djs you know they don't really have a lot a lot of respect for them unfortunately but i think uh overall just in the industry period like you know they everybody should kind of change their mindset as far as uh uh, the totem pole or the hierarchy as far as, you know, who should get respect. Like, everybody should respect each other, you know, but mm-hmm. I think I think the DJs and the producers, you know, they should get a little bit more notoriety than they're currently getting right now, so. Let me chime well, in. I gotta say what's up. That's my dog, Manny. He's from uh, Baltimore. If y'all need them hot tracks. Matter of fact, hold up. Stop. Manny, introduce yourself, man. Tell them what you do and who you are, man. Yeah, my name is Manny. Um, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I was signed to a management um company. They did the soundtrack for HBO's The Wire a while back. Say uh, word. Yeah, I still got a good relationship with those guys or whatever. Um, I'm a producer. Uh, I've been like lately. I've been just betting on myself. So you know, I've been just taking my my own tracks and just putting on my own music or whatever like that. Is me being an artist. But I, I get it. Like, I understand, you know, what, what the DJs go through. You know what I mean? Me being a producer, like, I would have guys come to me all the time, you know, wanting tracks for free or, you know, they don't really got the budget like that or whatever. But, um, you know, I've been, I've been, you know, making beats since about, like, 2012 up until now currently. And, uh, you know, I got a couple of placements. Like, I just got a placement with, like, Pastor Troy not too long ago. Congrats. Uh, probably some local, you know, just yeah. like my area or whatever like that, you know. So just been just working and working on my brand, just rebranding right now. So congrats, congrats, congrats. Thanks, bro. Congrats. I like that. 
I like that. Um, anybody got um one? Of, oh, bef- this is real quick. Let me say this real quick. The the conversation is about solution. So I challenge everyone that's on this call. I, let me start off by saying thank you. If you're on this call at this very moment, thank you. You could have been anywhere, but you're here right now. We do this every week. We do a conference call. What I need from you guys, when we're coming up with solution, I need I challenge you to do it. Let's like just begin just talking about it. But if you feel that you can, uh, um, you you it, it can help. Be about it because that's the only way change and and is gonna come. Because like I say, I try to help as many when it comes to artists, DJs, myself, and first we got to have an understanding. So I want to make sure that, you know, that's out there. And then another thing I wanted to say, if anyone that's on the call or you know anybody that has a record, got a project and they're working it, feel free to hit us up. Dictator DJs, we, we service records all across, you know, to DJs across the country. Um, we in the different markets. Um, I'm going to, before we get off this call, I got some folks I want, you know, introduce um, part that's part of the crew that joined and um, like I say if you've got a record because that's the first and foremost anywhere we can help if you're a DJ you're looking for opportunity make sure you hit me up or hit um, all our social media is all the same okay but go ahead who, who wanted to chime in I wanted to chime in this is Jamie O okay um, DJ Jamie O again I want to go back to something real quick that Lucky said earlier uh, Lucky said, DJs got to work as hard as the artists. And everybody, all DJs nowadays, need to change their perspective. If you're a DJ now, in this day and age, you need to perceive yourself as an artist. No different than a DJ Khaled, right? And, and by perceiving yourself as an artist, then you need to perceive yourself as a business because an artist is a business. And if you're going to perceive yourself as a business, you need to perceive yourself as a brand. And you need to focus wholeheartedly on building that brand. As you build that brand, you'll add more value to yourself. And you continue to add value to yourself. And then the artist will begin to value you more. If you're just the local guy in your basement DJing, the artists don't perceive you with a lot of value. But if they see you creating a lot of content, if they see you in the clubs, if they see you got your own podcast or own radio show or own radio station, if they see you traveling or so, you know, through social media or they run into you other places traveling at events, then more value is added to your brand. And that's what all DJs need to begin to understand. Like I said earlier, you got to do more nowadays because the competition is stiffer. The, the artists are oversaturated. And I, said, I say that to, to tie into the point of why should they have to pay. Because now everybody's asking you to play their record for free. So it's like... A lot of DJs are saying, okay, I'll play the record, but you got to pay me because I got 30 other people asking me. Now, speaking for myself, if I like the record, my old school ethics, this, it says play the record. If you, This goes for any DJ. If you like the record, play the record. 
If you if you love the record, play the record multiple times. That's just the integrity of being a real DJ. But also, when you're living in a in a in a market now, in a in an industry now where everybody's a rapper, you can't play everybody. So to distinguish who's serious, you kind of start saying, "Hey, who's willing to pay?" And that's where I see a lot of DJs going through. Because I'm sure all of our inboxes is full of independent artists sending us music. I'm sure all of us experience artists approaching us in real life saying, hey, can you play my record? So it's just, you got to know when to distinguish and you got to know, you know, what choices to make and just keep it positive. But I would say all DJs, if you like something from the heart, definitely play it. Um, you know, just wholeheartedly. So, that's my perspective on that. Hey, Sir Classic, can I jump in? This is the PP. Man, man, feel free. Before you do that, introduce yourself. Tell everybody um, who you are, what you got going on, how we can help, and the floor is yours. Well, I would like to also. Well, my name is uh, Sincere Ray, the PPE Jackson, and PPE stands for the problem solver, the plug, and the executor. Um, I have uh, spent over 20 years in the, uh, um, the technology field, and I uh, do personal and uh, brand management for different small business entrepreneurs within the music and business technology arena. Um, what I wanted Beautiful. to add to the con, I wanted to, uh, and I'm also um, part of the ECMD experience team. Okay. Um, yeah, so we we have a whole, um, um, you know, pretty much a pipeline. Uh, Lucky, thank you for uh, inviting me to the room. Um, Lucky's putting a pipeline tour together, but we, you know, we've talked about, you know, actually coming together. You know, I think this is a time where, if anything about, um, you know, things that's been going on lately, it's us to come together and. And uh, and collaborate and, and 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 bring our gifts, you know, our individual gifts together to work. And those who don't want to work, then you just have to, you know, you have to give them space. And and when you know, so some people won't get there, but you just have to kind of sort. It's about mindset and surrounding yourself around the people that, you know, that you want to move on. And then two, it's not just about the DJs having a brand. It's about everybody having a brand. Everybody has a gift and a everything. And I think the main thing for for DJs, y'all need to create a platform. Because you know the artists don't know nothing. If you got 30 artists asking you for free, you have to create a platform so you can teach them and where it's affordable. Say, so say, okay, look, if you got all, you know, what's your budget a month? If you only got $100 a month, okay, this is what I, these are the services I can offer you for $100 a month or whatever. And then when you get, you know, and then when we get to a certain area, then you just, you get, you, you, if you educate them or give them a service within, or show them the value. And, and then those 30 artists that may be doing it wrong, because maybe they don't know they're doing it right. No, they because all they know is they want to get it played. That you know, what I'm saying quick, it's about education. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Bet. Now I was gonna say shout out to Kermit when you said that. OG in the building. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like you know, everybody yeah. need to get a platform and 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 know your value. Like, don't be scared. Like, if the, you know, if an artist hasn't took the time to do, or take the time to develop a relationship with you. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the business is business. You can have, you know, you can have relationships with people, but when it comes to the business, okay, let's let's, you know, get this down on paper. This is what we're gonna do for each other, and this is what we're gonna do, genuine business. Now, whatever deal we're gonna do, we just talk, talk I mean, that's how I handle business when it comes to music, you know, the music stuff. Like, yo, like if I'm gonna do something for you, I'm just gonna do it. But I expect if I'm gonna give my time and you and you you're not you don't have the bread to give me, you better be serious you better be serious that's the only way i'm gonna i'm gonna give my my free time like that or give you an opportunity like that because that's that that's you know i'm my time is valuable my my connection is value my influence is valuable you know what i'm saying so all of that is value so as a DJ, you guys have a platform whatever outlets whatever you do your your every day and how you move that is a that is a platform that's a channel for artists and then you just create, you focus on creating a platform for yourself because you, whatever market you in, whatever city you in, you can put out, you can take the time and get those artists together. I mean, you, we are on conference calls and all that. We got access to so much music. You sort through that and A&R that and, and, and create you. And we can, and we still could do tapes. You can put it, you can start from the ground and teach them, hey, you still need to start from the ground regardless if you using internet and social media. Those are only tools that allows you to reach people around the world until you can afford to get, to get yourself to go around the world to see your fans. But you, until the end, you got to work the ground. So you teach them how to work the ground, cause that's where the DJs are. They gotta start on the ground. Everybody trying to shortcut it, they can't. Some can do, but you know the DJ, you can't try to shortcut it. But y'all just have to, you know, have y'all platform so y'all can, you know, and make them understand, like, yo, this is about business. This is about marketing, and then that's the other piece. They need to understand it's it's about marketing. Marketing yourself. Every business, every brand has to have an advertising and marketing line in their budget, on their sheet, on their plan. And it has to have a dollar amount there. So when you go to a DJ that got certain, like when you go to core DJs, if you want your stuff in the record pool, you got to pay what? 25, I'm just giving a number. 2500 for this package and this is what you get. Okay, it called it that twenty five hundred dollar going that but on that line, if that's your budget. If that budget too much for you, and you need to start your campaign slow, okay, you know you can go over. You know we have digital radio track. You start with digital radio. You can start with a small. He start a smaller package like a thousand dollars. That at least get you started on the radio, and then see where your market's where you popping at. You know, but it's just, you know, if y'all y'all if y'all got the knowledge, y'all can create that platform, and 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 you know, and those who got gifts, you send them over to them. Say, hey, I know somebody who could do this, and I mean, do the business with integrity, and you know, and just put people around you that that do that, and you won't have to deal with. I mean, we all have to deal with the negative. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have people that you know that say they can't and. You know, got the story or whatever, but it don't matter. Life still going on even when you chasing, you know, you know, chasing what you're doing. So you just gotta respect my value, and I just encourage everyone, you know, no matter what you're doing, to like, you know, make people respect your value. Like, yo, if I, if, if I want to do it for you, you better not waste my time. If I'm on, I'm gonna do it on, you know, just for love. Like, yo, you you gotta, you can't waste my time.
Y'all wow. gotta set them boundaries. Like for real, y'all gotta set them boundaries. That, that that's the difference between the people where we everybody talk about the rich and the wealthy. That that's the difference. You got to set the boundary. You gotta know what your value is. Nobody can set the value for you just because they say, Oh man, forty dollars too much. No, you feel like you can't afford forty dollars. But that's my value. Somebody will pay forty dollars for it. Just like Nip had a $100 mixtape. or And then one time he had like a $1,000 thing, but it had the lyrics, all of that stuff in there was $1,000. And people paid $1,000 for that. So That's you just true. have to decide what your value is. Ill right there, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'll complete for now. <laughs> wow. Yo, this, this is lucky. Let me jump in. You know, one, one thing that he said that Sum that, sum that all up in one sentence. This is business. No matter how you look at it, upside down, sideways, circle, this is a business. And people are in the business of making money to support their families. So they provide service, and those services cost. And if they tell you what the what cost, you're going to have to pay it, or you're going to have somebody that, that's willing to give you a deal. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, earlier and I heard a couple other people everybody has to step their game up in order to recognize because everybody there 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 is no such thing as lanes in this in this business no more because you got DJs at producers photographers even rappers themselves rappers that, that, that are photography graphics and there so it's like everybody's crossing lanes so it's like there is no set lane people so you, so even with your brand that you may feel like you're in, you're competing not just with the people that want to do exactly what you're doing, but you're competing with all the ones that, that's doing it as a hobby to just try to make some extra money as well. So this, so this, this, this business of entertainment is so huge. And then the other thing that people don't understand is this business of entertainment is like a movie that you never come out of character for. So you don't know who's real, who's fake, what the situation may be, because everybody's in character to get money out of somebody else. So you have, so you really have to do your homework and searching to understand what this is and who you're dealing with. <clears throat> Resting right there. Wow. Damn. Real, real quick. Um, anybody want to say something? Because I wanted, um, what I want is there any artists? I see everybody, but I want them to. Um, Come on their own. Is there any artists on the line? Yep. yep. All right. Now, I want, um, before you speak, like I said, I don't know if you heard me earlier, because I want to make sure everybody here is introduce yourself, tell me, you know, what you got going on, where you're from, and all that good stuff before you start talking. What I want to know is, as an artist, and the your take on the conversation as an artist, I want to hear the artist's perspective, so the DJs that are on here can understand and hear this, okay? The floor is yours. Okay. My name is Sidney Sims. Can everybody hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can. Okay. Yeah, uh, my name is Sidney Sims. I represent uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, by way of uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, beast of the East Coast. Uh, I met Sir, actually, you know, doing my thing, promotion. I work a hell of an organic marketing scheme. I'm an artist. Um, I've basically been, I heard when Jamie O was talking about the Master P route, I'm pretty much from the same era. You know, that's what's basically, you know, infused my drive. I've had to learn, you know, 
the marketing strategies, the branding strategies, pretty much, you know, trial and error being thrown in the fire, you know, um, going to prison for 13 years kind of interrupted the flow, but I've, you know, kept my drive and my love for my craft, you know, in front of things that have basically set me back. Um, so just to cut to the chase, that's a little bit about me. But first of all, congratulations to everybody as entrepreneurs, um, very intelligent young men here. I hear uh, the presentation, what everyone's been through. And right now we've amassed a lot of experience and um, intellectual knowledge that actually helps everybody. So when it comes to me from an artist's perspective, one thing I'm hearing now that everyone's together in a forum versus what actually is happening on the street, um, we're not we're not adding in the fact that there are almost three different lanes when we're talking about the branding and then the monetizing of our artistry. Um, the promotion aspect is going to you know put you in the lane of the radio play. So us popping in the club, you got DJs that are basically trying to they work in the club. That's how they eat. So they basically have to be, you know, in tune with the, the sound that's catching the ear, the, the, the quick hook, the quick beat. Then you have the artist vibe. When you have an artist, a lot of artists are putting their time in, they're putting their work in, they're making complete projects. They have, you know, a, a plethora of variety of different types of vibes. Um, the, the, art, the, the DJ in the club is going for that quick pop something that's going to keep them relevant. I heard, I think that was PPE say about the um, the relevance of a, a DJ building their brand as well. So you've got that DJ that's in motion. They're trying to make sure that they're relevant because that's how they're eating. That's how they're on the ticket and making sure they're getting to work. Then you have the young artist that's actually trying to push us, push a complete project. That project may actually have some, some nice club vibes but it's not something that's already in the flow because these DJs are already in a, uh, um, you know, a coalition where there's already a sound that's available. So that sound may go opposite of an individual that's building his own sound. It's going to be a different sound. It can be authentic. It can be creative, but it can be opposite. Kind of like when NBA Youngboy had a vibe. Before that, everybody was auto-tuning it. That was the vibe. So when you've got a lot of original and authentic artists that are coming from their own budget, they may not line up in that vibe. And then those that do line up in that vibe, they're basically giving the same type of sound. So then they get passed over. So I don't think the, the seriousness or the, the interest is there when a lot of projects are being passed because everyone is still trying to brand their, their self their own lane. Um, the DJs are just as big an artist as the actual rappers. DJs are artists as well in their own right. They have an image to promote. They have a brand to saturate a market with. The DJ has to deal with a broader genre than maybe an artist. A lot of artists, they don't see beyond the hood, the drill era, the, the flash, the hustle. The, it's like an artist is falling into one specific mode the dj has to be able to deal with many uh, uh, many different types of vibes because they're dealing with many different cultures coming into specific environments so i think the basic what we're dealing with is this is a good way for the dynamic to be brought together so both sides understand basically what's what's lacking 
what's needed and how we actually find middle ground so we are able to monetize both portions of what we actually bring to the game as far as marketing versus branding because a lot of times we we miss the fact that those are two different things you know branding is establishing what you stand for branding your your image saturating the, the market with who and what you represent marketing is the spread of that that um particular brand or that particular um product or image so um i'm definitely i appreciate being a part of this forum again my name is sydney sims got a big project in motion right now we're at the top of the campaign riders and bullets volume two um i think when i met sir it was um gospel of a gun shell volume two and right now you know i've made it to a position where being able to um capitalize on a slow grind actually like when i heard i think it was lucky say you know the work in the street kissing the babies you know i've done that all the way to la and back and now my job is to basically try to saturate as much of north carolina as possible because my my campaign really carries that kind of weight so it's good to reach out and and, and meet you young men and and listen to the vibe and the, the intellect um it's really a good it's a good movement as it is even though we're trying to reach a, a dynamic and a, a understanding you know, I think everybody's expertise is what brings us closer to that success. Thank you so much. No problem, man. Well spoken. Well spoken. Yo. Um, yo, yo, yo. Hey, 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 hey. But real quick, I got to do a commercial real quick. But Sims, he got a record, man. When I first met him, the, what he sampled is Michael Jackson. Y'all got to hear that jump, man. It's one of my favorite. I still play it from time to time. But listen, I got to do a commercial real quick. Everybody that's on the phone, um, I want you guys to get to know uh, my my co-host, Mr. Jamie O. Like I said, if you're just now getting on, if you need any marketing, any any promo, he's that guy. That's who you need to highlight. So feel free to hit him up. Okay. Same thing with uh, my guy Lucky. Um, Y'all need any marketing, um, any any promo. Any just consulting, yeah. Any consulting, y'all highlight them. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, that's for them. Uh, for us, I want to um, let me see if um, uh, he can talk because I don't know if he he busy. Um, if you are artist and you have a record, if you're a music manager, you got a record or anything you need us dictator DJs. I need you to highlight me. If you can highlight me, um. Uh, highlight my, my foe. I want to bring somebody up real quick. I want to introduce him. And also, um, <clears throat> like I said, this is our first conference call for this year for 2022. I want you guys to know Sunday, February the 6th, upcoming Sunday, we have another conference call. That's back to the actual business of what we do. That's what I'm saying. Like, you want to come, you got a record, a project, y'all need us to get behind with all my DJs across the country to get behind the record. Make sure y'all highlight us, okay? Um, before I got DJ Quake, um, he's on the line. Let me, I don't, let me see if he, he's available to talk. Yo, Quake, you hear me? Yo, what's good? What's good? Yeah, I'm here, bro. Man, man what's up, Quake? I want to, you know, put you out there, let you, you know, let the team, everybody that's all know that you the new addition to the Dictated DJs. Uh, we just started a chapter in Florida. It's fresh and new. DJ Quake, Quake is the president of Dictated DJs Florida. Um, it's been a blessing. Now we're going to see how we're going to, you know, come into that Florida market. I have a lot of ties in the Florida market, but we just started a chapter. So um, 
uh, Quake, real quick, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell you know everybody, you know, your background, you know, all that good stuff. What's good, everybody, man? It's your boy DJ Quake, man. I've been in the game for a little bit. I ain't gonna put me put my age out there, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I've been around. Uh, I was a tour. I started as a wedding DJ, did the club, then I hit the road tour with hip hop artists. So I mean, I've been a I've been around the block a few times, and you know, networking. Um, I came in kind of late, uh, so I ca caught the back end of what y'all going on. But from what I hear, everybody's got good points, man. And like I said, just follow us, follow the Dictator DJ Bram, and we're going to help you get there, man. That's all I got right now. Okay, cool. Now, after I done did the commercials, it's back to uh, conversation. Anybody have any questions want to chime in? I want to shout out, let me see, my nigga Trapper John up in the junk. I got to say Trapper John and say what's up. Um, I got some more people chiming in. Anybody? Oh, DJ Ice. Yeah. Foxy Lady yep. in the building. Um, Anybody going to chime in? I need more artists because I know it's a bunch of DJs and producers, but if any artists, but anybody you know want to chime in, feel free. Yo, what up? What up? It's your boy, Mr. Smith, a.k.a. Boss Money, man. I'm here. Boss Money. 803. Yeah. 803. 803. All day. Mr. Do Your Thing. Mr. Fresh out the shower, Mr. TLE himself. I'm here, man. So salute to everybody on the line, man. I've been listening very well. What's your take on on the on on the on what we've been talking about with the the, the I mean, I mean, between the DJ and the artist? I mean, I'm just I gonna mean, be real with you, bro. You know, I'm an artist, you know what I'm saying, and I DJ as well. You know, I was an artist okay. first, you know what I'm saying, then I got into DJing. Um, but just to be real with you, bro, you know, it's really about your hustle. You know what I'm saying? And what all and what all you really trying to get about the game, man? Cause, you know, me, I just been grinding all my life to be real. So, you know, I just got damn, you know, the, the whole artistry, you know, it's good. And of course, you know, to rock the crowd to get the DJ. You know, some DJs play it out of strength. Some DJs you're gonna have to uh, you know, grease bomb. They just come with the game, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, once you build that relationship, you know, everything pretty much Take care of yourself, you know, and, and everybody you're going to have a good relationship with, everybody you ain't going to be able to, you know what I'm saying, just move through with. So you're just going to have to just accept that too, you know what I'm saying? Um, but at the end of the day, it's just really about your hustle, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and shit, even with me DJing, you know, I DJ strip club joints, you know, birthday parties, uh, a lot of artist showcases by me being an artist. A lot of artists, uh, you know, come to me because I'm from that background and, you know, I'm just familiar with being an artist, so, you know, and I don't really charge artists, man, but it just all depends. Some of them throw me something, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you're in the strip club, you already know how that go. You, you really gonna get, you know, guap up in that joint, but outside of that, bro, it's just, you know, it's all about your hustle and what you want to bring to the game, man. I done, I done did many industry features, you know, that shit costs. I done been in all the industry studios and patchworks out there in L.A., to, to uh, shit, working with Godfather, man, uh, Chill Go Hard, I mean, just mega producers, Cool Ace, I mean, you name it, man, Atlanta, fucking Miami, you know, I'd have been all over as an independent artist, you know, just breaking <clears throat> bread, putting out independent projects, you know, and getting paid to, you know, touring, doing di different tour situations, so, you know what I'm saying, just all about your hustle, man, you know what I'm saying, you gotta make it work for you, you know, I got my, I got my own drink, you know what I'm saying, so everywhere I go, not only am I an artist or I'm, a, or I'm DJing, I'm all, I also got a, a whole drink table set up. You know, I'm selling my own Moscato. So, you know, I just, I just hustle everywhere I go. I make all my moves make sense. You know what I'm saying? I just been doing that since 
I've been doing this shit since 06, man. So that's just my take on, on it all, you know. I don't knock nobody yeah, else. Yeah. Shit, I'm 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 gonna get mine, you feel me? And that just that's just how <laughs> like Mr. That. Sierra, AKA boss money do, you know, that's what you're gonna get when you come rock with the boss player. I like that. Shout out to my nigga Ben Can you hear my voice, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who, who? Hey. Somebody wanted to say something? No, I just want to say salute yeah, to my saying. brother, right? So I was sitting there thinking, like, this brother real in the mud. I go to Instagram to, to follow me. For you. I say follow back, man. Salute, bro. Okay. See, I love real brothers, man. They really care about shit. So I know music. I do this stuff. You know, I got Will Power Entertainment. I uh, manage Irresistible. I help him with uh, Jovi Black and Shap House Moosey. I'm doing my thing, but, man, follow me, man. They got good hearts, man. Just make it happen, man. But if you got wicked hearts, the hell away from me, man. Straight up, man. Okay, okay. Did you introduce yourself? I kind of caught you was kind of. Did you introduce yourself? Tell people what what you got going on and all that. I think that was hello, Will Power that was, that was speaking. And I think gamble, man. Speaking to you, bro. Gamble, they oh. speak, bro. Okay. No, I ain't, I ain't hear you. Now, I was saying, everybody, when, when y'all get ready to speak, if it's your first time, introduce yourself because that's what this is all about. You feel me? And then, and I, and I, I got I you. mean, my boy. Yeah, my boy. I, no, no, you good. You, you, you. It's Will Gamble. I'm living over in the Florida area. I'm CEO of Willpower Entertainment. I'm part of Strong Shot Radio. I'm a, a, a co host on Throwdown Thursday. She's about to come up. We got Jay Holiday coming up. Uh, shh. Hey man, I'm an AR, I'm next level on fleet. Hey, I'm I'm Digi Wax. I'm a <laughs> Mr. Hollicks, man. Hey man, I'm doing my thing, man. Holler at me. Okay, bet. Bet. Okay. Mr. Jamio, lucky. Y'all can anybody hear me? me? Yeah, go ahead. This is my name is ECMD, also known as Kermit Henderson. If you can hear me, I don't know if you can hear me or not, I've been trying to talk. OG Kermit. Oh man, let me clear. The, let's pull the red the red rug What's out. What's up, Kermit? <laughs> What's happening? Do I need to it's leave and come back in for y'all? Nah, you oh, good. Carmen, speak. The floor okay. is yours. You, that's okay, OG. Wait. Thank you. Twenty twenty two is my forty ninth year in music and entertainment. Woo. I've gotten over two hundred gold and platinum records, including everything on Def that they ever had. Period. All Tupac, everything. Um. I've uh, charted 200, over 200 number one records in Billboard magazine, working also now with Digital Radio Tracker with DJ Punch. Um, other stuff is in my bio. We do like, uh, you know, uh, conference calls and stuff on Zoom. And uh, and DJ Punch does the music room every morning at 9.05, Monday through Friday. But um, <clears throat> I want to speak on um, when, you talk, when, when you're talking about... Um, DJs, you know, playing the music for free and then not, you know, then, then, you know, you have to make money. And I agree with everything that you were saying. My only concern is that when you're talking about uh, charging an artist to play the music, is that my only comment is that if you, if you know a record sucks, <coughs> why would you take somebody's money to play it just to get the money when you know that the record sucks? Even though now I understand that something that sucked for one person might not suck for another person, like that Gangnam style shit that went crazy. So I do understand that, but just as a general comment, I was just saying, you know, pay for play when you know that it's not something you normally would play. I just wanted to throw that out there, and I'm done. Real talk. <laughs> real talk. Hey. hey. Hey, sir, can I chime in on that real quick? 
What's yeah, good, yeah, man? It's quick. Yeah, it's quick again, man. Uh, he got a valid point there, man. Like you know, if the record is good, we go. Can you repeat that again? Can Can you hear me now? Okay. Can y'all hear me now? This better. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's got a he's got a very very valid point there. Um, you know, that's where your integrity comes in as a DJ, man. I wouldn't feel comfortable taking somebody money knowing the work it sucks just to get a couple dollars. So, I mean, you do have to be mindful of that. But, you know, good music going to hit, period. And as a DJ, um, it's that old school mentality as well. If, if the track is fire, you're going to play it regardless. But just I'm very mindful of that whole pay-to-play because then it becomes a business transaction. And we all want to make money, but you do have to have a level of integrity with that, too. Well spoken. Hello? Yeah, I'm out. That's all I got. Okay, cool. So, <clears throat> real quick, I wanted to um, top, um, real quick, hit on our second um, concern now with the landscape of what's going on with music. I, now, the first thing was the disconnect of the artist and the DJ, and it, it you kind of, you know, Ali, you know, Ali hooped me on what I'm getting ready to say now on the the just the music period like with all the stuff that's going on now we we turn the radio on everything is more syndicated um everything is sounding the same it's like it's not no no breath of fresh air i remember a time when you know i i you know when music came out it was a variety of music i don't care what genre especially hip-hop if it was hip-hop you had a bunch of artists that dropped. You might have had Eight Ball dropping an album. You might have had Scarface dropping an album. You might have had Bone Thugs and Harmony. All these folks dropping an album in the same uh, release date. But when you listen to all the music, it was like a breath of fresh air. All artists sounded different. If you wanted to hear some, you know, Bone Thugs, you know, shout out to Kermit them up in Ohio. It was a different sound. You want to hear Scarface? You know, you, you it was different. Now when you listen to everybody, everybody's like sounding the same and perpetuating the DJ playing the same thing. I'm like, dang, this stuff gets monotonous. And and I see why the 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 DSPs are are winning. You know, your Spotify's and your YouTube's and SoundCloud and all this other stuff because people now are like I don't want to hear that. Let me just let me have the freedom to listen to what I want to hear. So with that being said, I need um, Jamie O and Lucky to start it off to chime in on, can, do you think as a DJ, you know, I understand the battle of making money, but can we bring a breath of fresh air into into the music landscape again? That's crazy. Um, you said that's crazy. Um, say, ask the question again. Again, I was I was saying like as a DJ because you know the DJ is somewhat like a promoter. They somewhat introduce the music for the ones that still do that. We is nobody has a different sound like me. Like I get in my mode where I might just be wanting to listen to some. I want to go into my soul. I just want to hear some soul. Then I jump out my soul. I want to hear some Cindy Lauper. I might jump out to Cindy Lauper. I want to hear some Migos. I want to listen. You know what I'm saying? I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I have a variety of a sound. I'm not just stuck in the mundane. Like I'm in the mud here in the same. Doom, doom, doom. I'm like, this stuff, well, I just want to say, I want to turn the radio off. I don't even want to hear none of this mess. What, can the deep, you know, my question, the question is, do you feel like 
the people that's programming or the DJs, can they take the 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 I'm guessing the monopoly off of the sound? Well, the DJs now you have so many different platforms, right? That we didn't have back in the days. Like you have radio, you have internet radio, you have satellite radio, you have so many different forms of um, music platforms that the consumer is consuming from, right? So the DJ, the DJ alone no longer dictates the um, programming to the masses of the population. People are getting music from all different type of places. So we don't really control what the um, what the masses want to hear, they kind of tell us what they want to hear. Okay. So that so so with that being said, um, it depends on your demographic. It depends on where you at uh, geographically. A real good DJ knows how to go in the crates, right? And and pull out something okay. just excellent that crosses um, uh, uh, age groups. And every everybody can do that. That's just like really good DJs know how to blend a Cindy Lauper with a Travis Scott. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, uh, know how to blend the arithmics with Nas, and 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 you know Matume with uh, Biggie, and so on and so yeah. forth. So there's a there's a that's a skill set amongst the DJs and knowing your crowd and knowing your audience. And like I said, knowing geographically where you're at. There's some things that I would play in Indiana that I wouldn't even bother to play in New York. There's some things I would play in New York that I wouldn't even bother to play in Florida and so on and so forth. If I'm coming out of Baltimore, Baltimore has their own club sound and Jersey has their own club sound. So it just goes on and on and on. It comes with experience. And and living a bit, because if you haven't if you haven't lived long enough, you don't even know when to maybe drop that Jackson Five record. You know what I mean? So it comes yeah. with living, it comes with practice. And I have a saying that says, "Practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect." If you mm-hmm. I related to boxing, if you throwing your left hook wrong. Eventually, you're going to get knocked out. You got to understand how to throw your left hook correctly. And that comes with being a professional. There's a skit on the Clue album. Clue had an album called The Professional. Yeah. Diddy has a skit on there. And Diddy says, I fuck with Clue because Clue is a professional. Meaning when he said that, meaning he perfected his craft. He perfected his business. He perfected his marketing. If you're going to do this thing, you got to perfect all three things and whatever else goes with that. You got to be a professional. And that ties into dealing with these artists. There was a time when an artist approached a DJ and the DJ might say, where's your manager? See, the (coughs) problem is, the problem is we live in a time where Everybody thinks they can go for self. That's why they call it selfies, right? 
Okay. Everybody is individualized. Well, you cross over from an amateur to a professional, the moment that you realize that you cannot do this alone. Nobody is successful in the music business by themselves. Nobody goes to the Grammys and say, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, me, myself, and I. <laughs> Nobody does that. They always say, I want to thank God and I want to thank my team. These artists think because they can upload their music to the DSPs through, be it uh, TuneCore or DistroKid or whatever, they think now they got it all figured out because they can record in their house by themselves. They can upload the music to the DSPs and they can post on social media by themselves. They think they can be the successful in the music industry by themselves. There's no such thing as being successful in the music industry alone. So you have to be, you, you need a team. You need a team. That's as a DJ, how you can weed out a lot of times a person who's not a professional because they the, the music is not correct. They, they don't have any team around them. You got to understand the difference. But, you know, going full circle back to what DJs play and, and the variety of what DJs play, that's totally up to the DJ. You know what I mean? They got to really know. They got to know they crates and they got to know music. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm just like hotel with that too, because like you said, you know, nowadays DJs really you don't di dictate the uh the sound or, or what's being played. You know what I mean? Because everybody sounds alike. You know, and it's like you know, I think right now we're in a, at, at a turn where there's about to be a change again in the music sound, but. You know, it's the it's the people on these other sites, the kids and all that, the TikTokers, those are the ones that's dictating the the, the sound and what's getting out and what's getting out there. So, you know, dick a lot of the DJs are playing catch up and some of them are just playing records that uh that they that they hearing everybody else play. So, you know, it's it's a format. But I but I I, I definitely want to touch on something that Jamie said, you know, because at the end of the day, like like he said, you know, it's a team effort and and everybody understand just like these record labels they have different departments for a different for for a major reason everybody has a job every department has a function and as an independent you have to put yourself in that mind frame to to know and understand that you know like you said you can't do it alone you can do so much but to get where you're really trying to go you can't do it by yourself. You're going to have to put you a team. You're going to have to build you a machine. You're going to have to get you some people working in different areas and different departments and, and stay focused on that. And even with a DJ, it, nowadays a DJ, you can't do it by yourself. <clears throat> you got to put, you got to get you a team that's, that's out there cheering for you because there's so many people coming out wanting to be DJs, lowballing the game. You know what I mean? Take it, taking the price up, up under the table. So, so, so if you highballing, and, and going to a club, that club, I'm going, hey, well, old dude said he'd do it for $50. So now you got, <laughs> you got to get you a team to go out there and politic for you to where you hot in the streets. So where that, that club owner don't have no choice but to get you up in there because everybody's talking about you and, and willing to pay you the price that you're asking. So at the end of the day, no matter how you look at it, there's two things that everybody need in this industry. You need a team and you need to market yourself. No, no, no way around it. No way around it. 
No, we're right. Yo, Classy, before I go, this Trapper John. Before Trapper I go, John, what up, my God? Introduce yourself. Yo, I'm digging, you know? I'm digging the whole conversation, bro. You got some real intelligent brothers on the line, man. And like the teamwork thing, that's what it all it takes. Like you got enough, you got enough right here on this line. Like this shit is game banging. Like everybody follow the movement. You make the movement. It's like the trans DJs and and the 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 fucking like like the everybody got they they this is the point of the coalition. You make the movement like the drill. Like every you make the movement. Like yo. This is what we're doing, and, and people respect. Like, when you got 30, 50 people, 100 people, 1,000 people following you, you make it what it is, but they follow them because of you. They tell them to serve. Classic. Yeah. They follow you. So, like, you got enough DJs and enough people on the team. Like, it's, this shit is game banging. Like, every city I go to, bro, I'm, we're going we gonna to get, like, 30 <coughs> other on, on the team. Like, yo, wow, this is what we're doing. Like, yeah, this is, we're going to move. So, every time you go to another city, you already got people there, like they spreading the movement. So I'm definitely digging what you're doing, bro. And I love you for like even put me on the chat, bro. Like man, yo, you know I love you too, man. Hey, man, tell everybody it's Hot Talk Radio, man. All y'all artists, y'all need to get with this man. Y'all need y'all records played. Holla at them. He, that's you know, yeah. that's that's Trapper John, DJ Trapper John, man. Y'all holla. That's why I tell you, everybody, tell who you are. Um. I, I'm I'm not doing the consultant tonight, but I do a little bit. I I, I'm, I talk on a lot of these conferences. I go to a lot of events, and one thing I know about a lot of artists, I know in 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 our um I'm, I'm lost for words. A lot of I know a lot of people they don't know how to communicate, but sometimes you just gotta open your mouth. And you know you gotta you you're in the industry, and that's another thing. A lot of artists I feel I ain't gonna make it because. You you gotta sell yourself. So if you, communication, if you can't communicate with another person, you ain't damn sure ain't gonna make it. Cause that's what we in. We in the in business of communication. You communicating to people to buy uh, uh, your art, your work, whatever you, you know you're trying to do. So um, y'all artists, y'all get with. I mean, you got some producers on the line. I got a bunch of DJs. You got um, you know, like I said, Trapper John. That's Hot Talk Radio. Trump John, you know, sell yourself, man. You know, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not a salesman, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm talking, hey, DJ Trapper John, man, like low, old school. I'm with old school, new school. I, I, I caught like the wave, so I'm old school and new school. My father was a DJ, did all the tours for everybody, so I'm in the tour business, like you know, what I'm saying, all the consulting and stuff like that. I'm definitely down with any marketing because really you already got the, the scheme together. You got all these people on the line. This is like really like banging on the low. All we got to do is agree to, to move a certain direction. And when you got 10, two or more agree, are you good? Do you get three Amen. to agree? You you in the Trinity. You understand? Amen. So you got like 10, 15 DJs on the line. You got... Bro, you just make the movement. You make people do what you want to do. As long as we all support each other, boom, boom, boom. everybody gonna ride what the fuck we doing. Like that's what makes dictator DJs. Like they got they got they wave. That's what makes you know what I'm saying. Super friends. That's what makes. That's what does it. Like yo, everybody supporting everybody. Like oh, I'm gonna bring my bitches to your spot. You bring them to mine. I'm bringing the fellas over here. That's how you do it. And like we all just rock out. It don't matter what song you play, we make the trend. Like you can play uh, music so tight, you can play anything. Like it don't matter if whether it's whack or not. You know what I'm saying? I hear plenty sure. of whack music on the radio every day. Like it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? But if you they're gonna ride the wave of what 
people doing so they gonna fuck with the movement. They fuck with the movement. I don't give a fuck if you crit walking. That's what you're doing. If you throwing it up, it don't matter if it's whack. Boy, you better get the stepping. <laughs> Let's go. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Look, I appreciate it. And us as DJs, yeah, us as DJs, because I'm a DJ too. I promote, got clubs. I own a club, you know, down the block you know, in, in Atlanta. I do all the buses, all the tour buses, stuff like that. Also do radio runs, all the PDs, all that kind of stuff like that. And I always do the merch, you know, been pressing CDs before they had CD pressers. Like, but I'm definitely dealing with this. I love this app, bro. I'm glad you put me yes. on to it. <laughs> hey, that, that's what's, what's about. Listen, everybody, before I'm going to say it again, <clears throat> 6 o'clock, 6, six o'clock this, at um, Eastern, uh, 7 Eastern, no, no, Eastern Standard Time, 7 o'clock, uh, 6 Central Time, back on uh, for uh, our conference call. If you're an artist, you got a record, you need some support, hit us up before then. You can hit my man DJ Quake or you can hit me up. All right. Let's continue on. <clears throat> Any more questions? What Anybody day want is to chime? Yeah. Pardon me. This is Brandy. Brandy Bonner, by the way. How you doing, Miss Brandy? Um, I'm fine. Introduce you? yourself. Introduce yourself. Tell everybody who you are, what you're doing, what you got going on. And if you got a question after you introduce okay. yourself, feel free. This is Brandy Bonner. I'm out of Atlanta, Georgia. And um, I actually did some conference calls with um, DJ Kermit before, okay. and I don't know if he remembers me. I sent him a little message a little while back, because, or a few days, probably about a week ago, but um, I was heavily, heavily involved in the music industry, entertainment industry, and then I took a step back for a little while because I lost my husband, my mom, and my son. Damn, so, I'm sorry to hear that. Prayers up. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. It was just more than I could handle. I just, I left social media and the online world completely because I just, I had to, I had to get my mind right before I could come back and go hard again. So honestly, that's, I'm just now stepping back into it because um, I feel like I'm in a place where I can move forward again and what I want to do. So I'm just working on that and building back up from where I left off and hopefully build back better. That's my goal. Um, I did have a, I did have yeah, a question ahead. for you. Um, I heard you say the time and stuff, but what was the day or the date when you're having Sunday? Um, Sunday. Su- um, Sunday. Yeah. Um, a lot of folks know what we do, but I'll, I'll tell you, Dick, well, <clears throat> let me say this. I heard you say about Kermit, everybody have, um, different conferences, every, every you know, because in order to break a record, like, like I don't know what side you on in the industry. I'm, I don't know if you in the, trying to be an artist or you um, behind the scene, but you're gonna be on a lot of conference calls. You get what I'm saying? If you trying to network, because just say United States of America, and just here in America, North America. You got us. You got my my brothers coalition. They in Atlanta. They spread out. You got they do conference calls. You got fleet. You feel me? You got. Um, last night I was on with my 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 dog Johnny O with Nerve DJ. So like us, we do our conference call. Like you know, you got Tony Neal with. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna be on a lot of conference calls if you're trying to reach them DJs, you know, cause everybody's like grouped up. Because it's kind of like the Voltron effect, you feel me? 
but it's still getting to the, the bottom line. Us, our conference call is gonna be six o'clock, uh, because the time the time difference is different. It's seven Eastern time, so it's gonna be six in Florida. Um, we just kicked off our chapter down there with all our DJs in the Florida market. We're still growing. Um, we in different markets, so uh, make sure you know hit us up if you know if you got any music, whatever you're trying to do, however we can support you. Um, we here. You did? Yeah, I don't um I don't do music. I'm more behind the scenes, um more Bet. promoting and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely hit me um um uh, in, in the inbox because it depending on where you at, you know what I'm saying? Like the behind the scene, because that's what really makes this industry that we're in, um it makes it move around. I mean we all of us need each other, but you know, behind the scene, you know. Yeah, honestly, I mean, where like I said, I'm stepping back in slowly, um, and just allowing God to take me wherever He wants me to be. But I'm all for promoting and showing love, as long as that love is given back. That's just how reciprocated. Yeah, yeah. um... You know, I have no problem sharing. You know, shouting people out, putting people on to what you're doing, as long as the love is you know, giving back to me as well. Um, and a lot of times it's not, and I'll just share it because it's something that I believe in and that's okay too. You know what I mean? But just, I, I think the biggest thing that people mm-hmm. want in this world is to know that they're appreciated yes. and yes. that what they're doing, even if it's, you know, even the smallest of efforts is appreciated because time is the most valuable commodity we have. Amen. Amen. Whenever you're giving your time, even to do something that may seem simple or easy or just take a minute, that minute could feel like an hour for that person. You know what I mean? So I just feel like if we showed people that we appreciate them more, they're more willing to do and and go far, you know, more farther beyond than, you know, you would expect them to or that they might would otherwise. Can I can I say something to you? Yeah. Um. You, I know you just got on. Um. One of the DJs said something earlier prior to you getting on the call, and I kind of said something like, "Handle your business." And what I mean by handling your business doesn't necessarily mean money. It's about whatever you want out of something. When an initial, go ahead and get that out the way. And the reason I'm saying that from listening to you, me being in the business for a long time, we don't need to create no more bitter people no disgruntled people exactly. i know I, I know a lot of them so let me let me give you game real quick and this is something a lot of people don't know i like what you're doing that's the real love you do it because you like it's organic but when you deal with an artist right let me share this with you even the greats it's it's something in them and that's how they become who they are they already have a selfish mentality you did. It's not nothing you did. So you handling your business on whatever you're trying to get out that situation. I don't care if you say, hey, man, I'm going to go out here and pass out your flyers. Even if you say, I'm going to pass these flyers out and you say, well, when you make it to the BT Awards, I want you to shout me out on stage. If you got to tell them to put that in writing, handle your business right. i'm passing these flyers out because of what what we do is we tend to do it and then when like i, I was saying this earlier 
that person blow up. And if you're not on that journey with them, you will start now. You'd be like, oh man, you mad somewhere. Oh, I play their records and they ain't coming back, but you didn't build no relationship. So go ahead and handle your business. And I tell a lot, because I, like I said, I know a couple people that I know and my, you know, they disgruntled, mad. And like, why you get mad? Just you got what you needed. Because I tell anybody, before I do business with you, I'm going to already tell you what I'm looking for. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be mad. Either we're going to get it done or we're not. We're going to, because when you do that, that means you already know what you're, you're expecting. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Because I don't want you, we don't need no more disgruntled people. I'm probably sure there's some people online that can relate to it. They mad like, oh, I helped Jeezy when he first thought, oh, man, I remember me and Gucci were smoking blunts. Okay, bet. Gucci's a millionaire. You're still in the same position. Now what? You did? And we, we don't need no more of that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but if I help someone from my heart and I'm not expecting anything, <clears throat> that's a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's just I believe in you and I'm helping you from my heart. I, I feel like the relationships I build and I'm not saying that I'm any, that I'm special or anything at all, but the relationships I build, I like to build them solid. I like a solid foundation. And I mean, if I do something from the heart it's from the heart and I'm not expecting anything, but I might also do something from the heart and still expect something, but I would lay it out up front. What, this is what it is and this is what it's not. And then, you know, let it play out that way. Conversation and communication is the best way to go because if you let somebody know up front what it is, then then if they don't they don't handle it on the back end, then you have a right to be mad. But if y'all have an understanding of what it is to where, you, yeah, you may not be expecting nothing, you know what I mean? But if something <clears throat> pop off, you expect to have, your, have a, a position or a role, you know, that that need to be known. Right, exactly. I mean, that's, I agree. As long as I let you know up front, this is what I expect, you know, um, I think that's the most important part. There it is. And that doesn't mean I always expect something, though. I would hope that with the love that I give someone, you know, my first and foremost, relationships are the most important thing, whatever type of relationship, you know, business, professional, friendships, whatever that may be. And I would hope that I surround myself with the kind of people I can build real, strong, foundational relationships with. Jamie, what's your take on that? You, you want to chime in on that one? Because... Well, I want to I want to definitely say that um you know relationships is everything. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm talking about like you know I'm a big guy who is a um who's big on knowledge like um Donald Passman um you know everything you mm. need to know about the music business or you need to know about yeah. the music business like I I've, I've read all the books so I have the knowledge. Um I have the experience, like um, I'm talking about from, like I said, be, before 97. So the knowledge to me is the most <clears throat> important for a long time. I felt that way. And the experience is extremely important. But believe it or not, believe it or not, the relationships 
are as equally as important, if not more important. And the reason why I say that is because you can know you can know everything about this music business, from publishing to touring to sync licensing to, to anything you could think of, marketing, distribution. I know all of that stuff in my sleep. But if you don't have any relationships, you just know it. It's just in your head. You barely get the opportunity to put it into practical action because you don't have no real relationships. So the relationships trump almost everything, I would say, because you can, I know guys who have the right relationships and they don't know half of what I know. I completely agree so with that because like relationships is major. Yes. Like I like I said, I left the online world. I'm talking about for years. And when you leave something for years and you come back and it's totally different and you have to basically build back from the bottom, those people that remembered you, remembered how hard you went for them, and I'm not talking about just anybody's either, like people in high places are like, yo, Brandy, where you been? I missed you. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Like I've built, I've always felt that way from the beginning so that if I step off for a minute or take a step back for a minute and I come back, they remember the love. They remember, you know, the relationship that we've built so that I'm not having to completely start from the bottom and building my relationships again because I've built strong foundations to begin with. And that's why I feel relationships are so important. That's just my two cents. Well said. Yeah, well, I mean, well said. Um, let me look. A few more minutes up in here before we call a wrap. Um, let me, you, everybody, what Jamie O said, you, you saying everybody, you know, it's all one-on-one. It's all about the relationships. And I'm just throwing my two cents. Like you said, having the theory, the, 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 the book sense by, versus having to actually apply knowledge is, is better. You want the experience, you want the, the, the relationship because everybody, no matter what business in, we talk them the music business, it's all about relationships. It's all about relationships. It's probably a few, a small percentage that, you know, people get by without having those relationships. And, um, like everybody that's on this call, I have actually had a relationship, the majority or, and and say this, it's a lot of people that's not even on the call because, you know, we do this. Sometimes people working, people that can't do, you know, they can't get on, but it's a lot of relationships to, to get to this point. You did. So um, I know it's a little off because like I said, but that's another thing. I think when I uh, believe it was O'Henny earlier, we was talking and, and he was talking about him, like he's a DJ, and he was talking about playing artist music. As a DJ, I'm going to say, please build a relationship with these artists. Artists, build a relationship with the DJ. Build. Um, you got to know how artists think. That's another thing. They already egotistical. Um, <clears throat> like I said, you're great artists. If you pay attention, they all had it in common. Michael Jackson. Um, well, Mike... Uh, Prince, they have this thing about them. It's about them first before, I mean, don't get me wrong, they cared about people, but it's about me. And a DJ has to understand that. 
they not as a DJ, you gotta come with your ground, but not saying it um, you know, like for example, I'm, I thought about something. I have a DJ partner. You gotta mind. come in and play your position. And get, get them on. You got to come in and play yeah. your position. Because sometimes it's not about being the leader. It's about uh-huh. what you do well and play your position and or be that piece to that to that to that picture. Gotcha. And, and, and make the picture go. And and what and as long as you know you where you can fit in in that and you do that well and make sure and do that to the man to the to the the greatest you can do it. They blow up. It's gonna make you know. That's how you look good. They look good. You look good. Well, I hope that again, all the DJs, we have a different mindset. It's 2022 going forward. We can like just here, and I'm. I wish I could talk to as many other DJs and artists because it has to change. We have a responsibility. I got a sack, I got a duffel bag, bunch of money. I don't care how I got it, it's some blood money. I got a, a okay record, or shall I say, not even, the record production could be off the chain. The record could be off the chain, production good, but now let's talk about the message. That's another thing. It, it, I feel like as a DJ, it's a responsibility. Just because you just got that duffel bag of money you're going to play some, some boo-boo. You're going to play some bad music, you know. And <clears throat> artists, we got to do better. You know what I'm saying? As an artist, a lot of artists copycatting. Oh, he sound like little Baby. He hot. Let me sound just like him. I don't know if, how many people caught T-Pain when he went on his rant talking about we need to switch up the music. We need a breath of fresh air. So as DJ. We have a responsibility to who? The consumer, to the, that potential fan, to, you know, to the kids that's listening to this stuff, too. You know, I got my OG Kermit. He's retail. I know he know. I did retail back in the day when you couldn't even buy a cassette or a CD without, with a parental advisor. You had to have a, have a parent to buy. Now, Kids could damn near listen to everything, and it's just like stuff just crazy now. And I think we all have a responsibility to kind of switch, you know, shift the narrative for it to come back to it being okay. Hey, I want to say this to PPE. Now, there are controls, parental controls. Like, you just have to, the parents just got to do the work. Because, I mean, I listened to NWA growing up. You know, I I grew up okay. (laughs) I I I wasn't out there doing, I mean, I'm just being 100. Like, let's let's keep it 100. I I, I hear it dozens of times. You know, now, it is some music that's a little, you know, that be like, I mean, like hard, like you got your hard rap. It's in this in this subgenre, you know. And so you have those that gonna listen to that shit, like especially if they relate to it, you know. But if those that want to do it, you just have to target that. You just need to know who that target audience is and be real with the arts. Like, look, if you're trying to put that kind of record out, okay, you need to target this market for that. You may not yeah, be able to target every market for that. Certain songs on the radio, you might not want your daughter singing. Like, get it to me hard, hit it, hit it. Like, you know, you don't want your daughter singing, and it's on the radio, even though it's no cussing. But 
I'm just saying. And on like, top of that, the stuff that we listen to <laughs> or that I listened to back then that you that they considered explicit lyrics has nothing on the music today. It's I the mean, same stuff. They use a different words. AMG, bitch better have my money. I'm charged <laughs> by the inch, I'm charged by the foot. You think I'm lying, bitch? Here, take a look. 100% is you and... Oh, what is that? What is that? But what I'm saying... I'm about that, AMG that wasn't playing. They just use different AMG, words. That's wrong. AMG, like, but, but, AMG wasn't... It, it wasn't like now. It, like, give me an example. It was controlled. Like, I came yeah. up at a time, like, let me share this. I literally had to sneak. I mean, my mom knew I would listen to it, but I didn't, like, I had to go sneak to listen to Life is Too Short cassette tape. You feel me? I, when yeah, I me too. Snoops, I did too. Like, I had to go, like, mom, like I'm going to give you an example. Like, literally, we, we would probably go to the store, and I tell my mom, I don't want to go in the store. Why? Because I want to sit in the car. That was my one of my times to pop the cassette and to listen to it. You feel me? She knew what I was doing, but I'm not going to be sitting right there with her. You feel me? Listen to it. Now, it's somebody, parent, driving a car, kids, five, six, seven, eight, however, young, they playing some WAP. Like, what the hell? You feel me? These kids, exactly. like, some, like, nobody's, I don't know. Well, I think um, this is Sidney Sims again. Um, that this is a very valid point that we're speaking about because the, you know, we in a result. We we deal with results, and when you compare the AMG era, NWA, Spice One, what you're dealing with, you got to realize we coming into, um, we're coming out of when basically, what type of pharmaceutical representation of the dark world we dealing with? You're only dealing with like coke then. You didn't have all wow. the situations that you have. So what you're talking about now is the influence of substance abuse. Um, NWA, you're still dealing with alcohol. We're talking about the promotion of alcohol, 40s, and joints. Okay? Uh, the only drug that you really could put in the ghetto to sell at the time was, was, was coke. You know, we was just coming out of the free base era. Niggas was just learning how to cook work. You understand me? So you can't compare what, they're, what they've, you know, created to... Um, entice and introduce um, a completely different generation, which is the offspring of that generation that we're speaking about with NWA. We're looking at pretty much a, a downhill landslide of the misrepresentation of what our, our culture really stands for. But then we're still dealing with the entrepreneurial aspect of what we have to do or choose to do to survive. Now, that's the difference between the NWA era and now. You're dealing with what a lot of individuals were raised in from the aspect of poverty to the point where now you put X in the equation, you put Serb into the equation, you deal with things that have came all the way from the West Coast through the South, you know, dealing with how Pimp C, which was the demise of Pimp C, you're dealing with Serb, you're dealing with pills, now you're dealing with straight pharmaceutical pills that we're talking about with perks. Okay, now this is future. This is the true representation of what's been going on with the game as it's been acknowledged, which is basically which drug is the best to promote to entice our children to be off balance so they can sell our children a particular image, which is what basically ruined Chicago when you realize that between Kanye West and Lupe Fiasco, Chicago once represented 
some of your brightest and creative hip hop minds into what we actually basically cashed in into a drill era that would have been the basic um, reflection of what we're saying NWA represented. That's not what NWA represented. When you're dealing with AMG, you're talking about, I think you, you know, that's bosses, that's boss connected to boss, the, one of the first hard lady rappers. Um, and when it yeah. went behind the scenes, when, when all of these things came out, you know, what actually killed Boss, even though she was pressure, was the fact that they exposed that her family ties is what made her successful, that she was actually a college graduate. Um, she wasn't even, you know, the type of personality that could represent that because her substance or her conceptual basis, it wasn't gangster at all. So at the time, there was still, you know, the slander that an artist had to deal with when we dealt with the term being a studio gangster. Now, uh, they... Def Jam built that. Sir? No, I'm saying Def Jam put that together. That was a product of Def Jam, but keep going. Exactly. I was saying that Def Jam put that together. Exactly. And, it, and at the time, it did not work. It wasn't stable. Now, that is what the stability of the industry has basically made, which is why 6 9 you know, are basically a, a clown, a, a real clown. You know? <laughs> no, this isn't like being funny. You know, he colored his hair. He was a clown. They showed you that they could sell mockery of what our life truly is. So when, when you guys are now concentrating and saying, hey, we've got a responsibility to engineer or re-engineer the directive that our children are actually starting to receive, I think that is a, a you know, that is a hell of an acknowledgement because as a DJ, the DJs actually are going to be the ones that help drive that initiative. Now, yes, we can say the artists, yeah, but the DJs, the same way you guys are saying, hey, this is our job. This is what we need to do. I feel that's what's necessary because that's what does give the artists that actually do have that that fresh vibe, that authentic vibe um, experience. I've heard a couple guys say, you've had to live. You've had to live to be able to express to another generation what it is to be involved with the life of Jeezy, but then be able to have the 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 ideals that we we look at with J. Cole, where we're actually able to fuse the the understanding of what it is to struggle and then persevere versus just glorify the activity that we deal with within the struggle. That's what's coming with our young children now, because when you put the struggle with the infusion of substances, you popping pills, you getting high, you drinking, everything's fun. There's no there's no real understanding of the risk factor that maybe you're not putting on yourself, but that you're opening up for the next generation, because our job is to be able to provide a proper communication for generations to come. Just like you guys were mentioning, Michael Jackson, Prince, they've imprinted culture not just generations or eras they have imprinted culture and when you imprint with the proper ingredients that shit gets carried it's something that people live with so um i think that's a very good narrative what, what you guys are acknowledging um yeah i i like where this conversation is going and just to be able to pull this many positive mind states i think that's where it begins as we just spoke on relationships um this this is everything being able to have and an exact forum where you can establish a directive, then the application of that directive into an actual art or marketing strategy, 
but it has to start from the it has to start from the uh, the, the draw board. So um, Sydney Sims again, uh, definitely enjoying well this. Well spoken. Real quick, real quick. Um, everybody, that's there's some new people chiming in, coming into the um to the um to the call. I wanted to, I got a little commercial real quick before Jet. Every if you are artist, if you are manager, producer, y'all got some new product, a new song. I want to make sure that y'all get it to me. You know what I'm saying? Get it to us, myself, um, my team, all of them on the on the line. Y'all might not know, but y'all get us y'all music. We have our next conference call on uh, this upcoming Sunday, six o'clock Central Time. Y'all can look at the thing is there. Um, basically, if y'all got some music, make sure y'all get it so we can you know support, get behind it. I um, wanna um, let everybody introduce for y'all coming in my uh, co-host, Mr. Jamie Yo. Uh, Jamie, um, we got a little bit of time. We might run over a little bit, but if y'all got to go, Jamie, oh, tell everybody um, for the ones that's coming in what you do, because I want to make sure, Jamie, oh, um, if y'all need his services, y'all get at him. My nigga Lucky, same thing. Jamie, oh, um Okay. So, uh, thank you. Thank you a lot, Classic, no for that. Um, I want to say once again, man, first and foremost, um, all glory to God. And I want to say, um, say thank you for everybody that jumped on this call. Uh, classic is an example of a master at uh, nurturing relationships because, you know, even when I don't answer those sexes, he still gets right back on me. <laughs> so I, um, I, I get and then I answer him because I know that he's a professional and I know that he's serious about what he's doing and he's consistent. He, he'll definitely stay on texting you and, and emailing you and, um, and nurturing the relationship even when your head may be somewhere else. So I really appreciate him. Um, I have, along with my partner, the number one artist development company in the country called Wealth Nation. You can check that out at OneWealthNation.com. Um, we make 10 years this August. Um, I've been Congrats. in the industry. I appreciate that. I've been in the industry um, now over 25 years. But the, the artist development company and brand management company is what it is. And it's 10, it'll be 10 years old. We offer every single thing that a serious artist needs. And remember, I said DJs are artists as well. So anything that you need as a DJ, anything you need as a recording artist, anything you need as an independent label owner, any single thing you need to be in this music industry and to be successful, we offer those services from consultation to management to marketing to branding. We have distribution through Sony Orchard, and we have distribution through Empire Universal. So we have distribution services. We have um, any any single thing you could think of, all the way down to videography, photography, stylists, anything you need to be successful in the industry, we offer that. I can be reached directly. I, I encourage everybody to just shoot me a text with your email and your name, uh, 347 288 6700. Uh, we run a very transparent. Give it to him business. again. Give it to him again. Give it to him again. 347 288 6700. You can follow me on Instagram, DJ J A I M E O. DJ J A I M E O. Um, that's my Instagram. 
Uh, they call me the brand builder. You'll see that on Instagram. And just um, the main thing I want to say, Cl Classic says something, and a couple of other people on the line says something um, about communication. Communication is how you build the relationships. We said that relationships are most important. Um, and then alongside that would be the knowledge because you could build a relationship, but you're only going to bring value to that relationship more that you know. But communication leads to great relationships. And then with the relationships, you need the knowledge and then get out and get yourself some real life experience. I know we live in a digital age where everything is online, but go ahead and go out and go to some showcases, go to some festivals, go to some conferences, go to everything you need to go to, go to the studio, do everything you need to do to, to have more experiences in life, create, you know, create more experiences and enjoy what you're doing. If you don't enjoy this, it's going to burn you out. So, so trust me, get out and, and live your life and develop the relationships. Um, much respect to classic and everything he's doing. Uh, this dictator DJs is, is serious and he's bringing a lot to the business and he's bringing the great sense of culture with it. And, um, I, I just wish everybody on the line the best. Um, definitely we run a transparent business and I can help everybody, um, in a major way. So just be blessed. Okay. Okay. Uh, lucky. I mean, we still alone, everybody. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go over a little bit, but lucky. Lucky, you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, it's commercial time, man. We got to pay, you know, <laughs> tell people what you're doing and all that good stuff, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm 30-year 30, 30 veteran in the game. Uh, I have a marketing company, uh, run a magazine, uh, to, to run two different stations, uh, service, service over 6,000 6, DJs. You know, we're here to help brand. Uh, we have a, a team that works through Spotify, YouTube, and all that. So, like he said, you know, we, we, we build an artist and even DJs, you know what I mean? We, uh, you know, I uh, got a tour that, that we just we just put together for independent artists that, that's going to kick off in February. So, if you're interested in all that, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm not hard to find. Uh, numbers 317 538. Four four one one. That's three one seven five thirty eight forty four eleven. And then I'm uh at lucky seven four six seven on, on Instagram and everything else. So, yo, peace, God. Can you run that by me one more time? It's three three one seven five three eight four four one one. These some humble guys. Lucky, they're very humble. I wanted to say, um, I see my my. My guy, DJ Ohio Watts, Watson on the line, Ohio in the building. That's my guy right there. I don't know if you want to say anything. But, yo, um, we, I'm going to give ourselves probably another 10, 20 minutes on the line. We're going to get off because I want everybody. Let's, you know, if anybody want to, you know, chime in, um, we set three major things this evening. The disconnect with the artist and the DJ, you did. Um, the The – the music, we have to take a responsibility as a DJ, a DJs and artists, you know what I'm saying? I hope that, excuse me, the, the topics that we kind of went over and discussed, not only that we, we discuss it, but if you feel in your heart to kind of think about it and if, if you, however you can be a part of the solution and change it up because where we at with music, I would never thought, you know, it would be, be where it's at, but 
it is what it is. And only people that can make a change or make that, make it better is going to be us. That that's it, you know, and, um, right quick, I want to make sure that before we go, if anybody wants to, you know what I'm saying? Say anything, the floor is yours before, you know, we get up out of here. I would, I would like to say oh, something. And before I forget six o'clock, um, six o'clock Sunday, we do our conference calls every Monday, our regular conference calls. Like if you're an artist, you want to get at us to, to shoot us your new single, your video, and you want us to service our record pool. Oh, man, I'm, I'm tripping. I, you know, that's what our main thing. We run a record pool. So if you got a record that you want to get to all the DJs, holler at us. Okay, but go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. My name, no, it's all good, bro. My name is Shoebox Benny. I apologize. I was late to the call. Um, oh, man, I, saw, I was on the conference call with you with – um. Uh, Johnny O last night, nerve. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Okay, nice to yeah. meet you. You Go as ahead. well, bro. Tell I, everybody I, who you are. Yeah, Shoebox Benny. I'm out of the west side of Chicago, man. I'm an independent artist. Uh, I got a company with three of my partners called Masterless Multimedia. You can find all my music, all my videos at IamMasterless.com. Right now, we're pushing the record called Straight. Um, but I, I get first. Let me say I appreciate the invite to this call, uh, Classic. Uh, like no you said, problem. I, I no you know, I know we connected slightly over the nerve DJ call yesterday. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just want to speak as an artist. Um, you know, the things I've noticed about you know, in terms of what you were saying earlier about how copycats, right? So I think it's always been copycats in the music industry, right? It's it's always been people trying to copy the the leaders. Um, what happened is that it became the ease of the ease of making music and releasing it, right? All you literally, all you need right now, if you 16, 17, 18 years old, all you need is a microphone, a laptop and a phone to release your music to the, the world. You know, that's it. That's all you need. Uh, the ease of access, it, it doesn't, what it did instead of challenging people to be different, what it did was it made more copycats. 10 artists come out and lead the pack every four or five years, right? The sound of the wave changes and it's about 10 artists that, that lead that. And then 10,000 artists come behind that and say, well, everybody likes how that sounds. I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to keep my tempo right here. I'm going to keep my flow right here. I'm going to keep my cadence right here. And I'm going to keep my subject matter right here because these, these are the sounds. This is what is leading the pack this is what everybody is uh is is dancing to on TikTok. this is what everybody is listening to on the radio um i it, it as an artist growing up right first off growing up listening to reasonable doubt for the first time right by jay-z scared the shit out of me and i was a child wow right? because wow. i was I, everything i heard up until that point as a child you're talking about 10 11 years old i'm listening to the radio so I'm listening to LL Cool J. I'm listening to R&B songs. I'm listening to whatever the radio is playing, right? But when I got that, I stole that CD from my uncle. <laughs> you know, he had the he, he had the booklet with the CD, the pages in that joint. So, but but when I when I stole that CD and I popped it in, and I heard what this nigga was talking about, it scared me because I wow. couldn't understand. I couldn't understand what he was talking about. I couldn't understand the life and the world he was describing or nor the pain. Uh, he was he was lyrically uh, he, he was verbalizing. Right. He was talking about losing friends over money. 
he was talking about being paranoid. He was talking about can't not being able to go to sleep and not being able to trust people close to him. He was that that was that didn't seem like uh, it blew my mind. I ain't that didn't seem like fun music to me. But as I got older I, and I started to make certain choices and decisions on my own, I understood the music more. I say all that to say, I think music supposed to scare you it's supposed to inspire you it's supposed to motivate you it's supposed to it's supposed to do something other than be something you can just play and not pay attention to the words for 20 minutes straight no matter what artist comes on right every song every record a different artist makes should stand out to you in some way shape or form and so with me myself i've always believed in being that kind of artist win lose a draw because this ain't life or death this ain't the streets I can go on the streets and make a decision that'll cost me my freedom, cost me my life. And on, on, in music, I can make a decision and a choice. It, and if it don't go over, cool. All I got to do is go back to the studio and improve upon that, right? All I got to do is, is see what, what failed and, and do something better. But I always want to stand out. Not, I, I love the fact that y'all, you know, y'all notice that artists aren't doing that, you know, and I, I implore any artist that's on this call man just take that challenge and responsibility upon ourselves more to just stand out you know tell our story it don't matter if you in the street it don't matter if you're working at the car wash it don't matter if you're getting a, a, a uh, you know you summa cum laude at, at a university the truth reverberates the truth transfers universally it, it doesn't matter what your experience is as long as you're telling the truth in that music it's going to get across just be good. Just be craftsman about it, and it's gonna get across. And that's all I got to say. Well spoken. Hey, Shoebox Benny. Well spoken. Before I forget, we Thanks. definitely need to get up, man. Also on the business end, on getting your record yeah. service okay. to us. So probably Most tomorrow definitely. morning, sometimes. Let's get up with each other, okay? Let's but do that, well bro. Well spoken. I appreciate. Well spoken. Yeah. Anybody else want to chime in before? Uh, um, <clears throat> Yo, peace to the room. Peace to everybody here. Shout out to Trapper John. Uh, I believe that's Kermit up there. I'm not sure. I met you back at K Fox's event years ago down in Atlanta. Yep, that's, that's OG Kermit. Yes, it is. Yeah, I've, I've been on his uh, calls uh, quite a few times. Good brother right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, like, from back in the time where I'm going to give you a brief, like, little timeline because ultimately what I'm looking for is the DJs are the pulse of the music, right? In all reality, y'all the y'all hold the keys to opportunities for artists to actually shine and actually really uh even going back to, you know, hip hop and its creation, you know, as the DJs, you kinda control the culture a little bit, right? So to give a, a little backstory back in like 2015, 2016 when I was really doing a, a lot of shows. Uh, since then, I've gone through a lot of changes where, you know, my, my life has changed for, I'd like to say the better. Um, I'm more, I guess, for lack of better words, I hate using this word, but more conscious now. And as an artist, to my heart, like it's something that I love. You know, I could I could really write and, like, you know, just listen to stuff that I've, I've created and not even release nothing just to keep on going because it's something that I love to do. You feel me? But I guess my question would be kind of going off of what uh, Sydney was talking about earlier. You know, if we're really trying to uplift our communities, one of the most powerful tools that we can do 
is actually bring it to the music. You know what I mean? We got all these things. We hear artists talking about, you know, the drugs, the, the, you know, basically who's harder than who, who got more street cred. But you don't hear a lot of music nowadays uplifting, you know, let alone being conscious. You know, uh, what I would ask to all the DJs here is what do y'all what would y'all recommend for somebody that's trying to enter that wave and bring it back to make the most powerful piece? Um, anybody want to chime in real quick? Uh, anybody want to? Anybody want to say anything? In my DJs, anybody want to say anything? Well, I tell you what, I'll start off. Um. <clears throat> That's kind of a little hard because I'm like I said I'm neutral. I understand both of them. You did. I'm. Everybody got to eat, right? So, um, I I believe we like in, in your case when you 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 feel like you're responsible. You say you know what? I don't want no parts of that. <clears throat> Let's say you a DJ. I don't want no parts of that. I'm not playing nothing that goes against my belief goes against my, you know, my conscience. You just don't partake in it. So, you know, the beautiful thing about being a DJ, there's a different genres of music. I know, uh, and, and this is a whole nother subject, a lot of my DJ partners be like, oh man, you ain't no DJ because you can't cut, or you ain't a DJ because you can't scream, because you can't blend. Take not the DJ, literally. So, and at this, if our music, when I say our music, urban music, urban music consists of rap, hip hop, uh, R and B, soul music. We created it all. You don't have to play that music. You can say, you know what? I'm an Afrobeats DJ. I'm only gonna play that. I'm I play nothing but reggaeton or I play club or house. You don't have to play that. So to ask you a question I'm leading up to, you can just say, you know what, I'm not taking no part to that. You can't stop everybody that's not gonna participate on playing or the artists that are creating the negative energy, but you can just say, Hey, I'm not playing that. I'm only play that type of music. You did? Hello? No, most deaf, brother. Yeah, most I was just saying you you could just stay away from it. but as a as a dj that's implanted in a certain environment say you a mix show dj at the radio right your check coming from either clear channel cumulus whatever station they got a playlist so if they tell you to they paying you to be a mix show dj and and, and they say play wop that's what you got to play you still got to eat if you in the in a hood club and that's what them folk want to hear you're not gonna come up in there talking about you wanna play um if they wanna hear Gucci and Lil Baby, that's what you gotta play. So it's uh, it's self. The self as the DJ gotta say, you know what, I don't want damn part to that. And that's all you, I can say. But it's gonna be, you know, for the, to have good, you gotta have bad, and to have bad, you got to have good. So I, I hope, you know, me saying what I just said, kinda, you know, as a DJ, I mean, cause I know where I'm at in my life now. I'm still there a little bit because some of this stuff, I don't even be into it. Not because I'm like, I don't want to hear that shit, man. Because I'm in a different 
time frame. I came up listening to all of it, the Snoop, Spice One, NWA, CMW, you know, Compton's Most One, all of that. I listened to all of that. Now some of that stuff, I'm like, huh? It, it don't, some of it don't still match with my spirit. So do you think that, you know, as an artist, because uh, I, I definitely have a, a mix of things I've been working on for a hot minute, right? Uh, just different vibes. Do you think it would be something where I should try to step in with like the new school, a mix of like new school kind of like sound, but just bring in like, you know, the hard lyrics and, you know, uh, just some real shit? Or you think I should just keep it authentic and just stack on some like chill, chill mode? Well, let me say this to you, and <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about this. And I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm speaking out of love. I don't want to ruffle your feathers. Um, the word artist that every all the motherfuckers running around here talking about they artists. People are not artists. Let's let's get that. They they are. No, you right. No, because an artist, no matter what type of artist you are, if you're an artist that draw and paint, you do sculptures. When you're doing art, that's art. You're you're being artistic. You you're not following in a like. You're not. You it's no it's I'm I'm trying to the word for it. There's not a blueprint. It's art. You might go in the vocal booth and just rap acapella, because I heard see some, and then the beat come on. Somebody say, but that's my art. You feel me? Artists, 90% of artists, I don't care what kind of music you're doing, conscious, a lot of people ain't doing art no more. That you can count, I can count on my hands artistry of doing music. You get what I'm saying? The Erica Badu's, the Prince's, um, I don't even know in this time and day. The only artistic, and I'm a fan of his semi doing art now is probably the baby. That's art because he's very creative. A lot of motherfuckers ain't doing no art now. Everybody's just trying to find something they feel people we hustling basically so if you say you're going to do art do it from the heart does, does that make sense what i'm saying it makes, it makes perfect sense and uh brother pharrell just confirms what i was already feeling don't do it because you feel you're trying to sell it to somebody do it because that's how you think it like literally that's art art is in the eye of the beholder. It don't matter if you're doing it in sound, you doing it, like I say, you painting it. It's that's what art is. I haven't even seen art in a long time. It's dealing with this recording mu recorded music. Well, I look at Chance the Rapper, man. I, I consider him to be an artist. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? There's certain him. people out yeah. like there that got that they got that flow. Yeah. And that style. One. It seems it's like it's like a freestyle, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of people sleep on Chance the Rapper. Yeah, dude is thorough. Yeah, he he's he's killing it. And this is my thought on it, on the question you ask is the way I feel to operate is put out the kind of music that whether DJ or as an artist, rapper, singer, songwriter, whatever you may be, put out the kind of music in the world that that vibe that you want them to have the vibe that you want to see in the world the inspiration the motivation the words whatever it is if you focus on just putting that out then it will work for you and 
a lot of times you'll find a chain reaction where someone's like, oh man, that's dope. I like that. I want to, you know, I'm going to start pushing my music this way, or I'm going to start pushing artists that way. And I feel like when you do that, you're true to yourself and you really don't have to question, should I be a cookie cutter? Should I go in this lane? Should I do that? Because such and such did that. If you just look in, inside yourself and put out what you want in the world, then that's the authenticity of it. And that's the most important part. I, I want to say something quick. Y'all, y'all talking about artistry. I, I'm, you know, I definitely have to, I understand what you're saying, sir. And that was, that was a good comment Brandy just made. Um, my man Seymour, everything that's being said when it comes to artistry, I feel speaking as a real artist, you know, I've been writing since I was nine. It's something I was born to do. Um, there's many different facets of what it is to, you know, become the completion of what it is. Artistry is something that becomes a master. You never master it. It's a constant practice. But just like Jamie said earlier, if you practicing something incorrectly, then it doesn't matter because, you know, your efforts are still futile. So when it comes from the standpoint of realizing that we are the progenitors, the generators of a brand or a product, you got to be able to flip it around and realize not what you're given, but how it's received. So, and as an artist, one thing I've had to study over years is how the industry is going to depict or shape what we what we choose to accept as who we are. Everything that we give as an artist has to be seen as a reflection or else it's not well received. That affects the monetize the monetization of whatever the product is. If if the fans are not able to see themselves or feel themselves in what you do give, it doesn't matter what your perspective is because you're not going to have a successful product and then everything that we're speaking about is irrelevant. If we don't have a product that you can generate a buzz, excuse me, or a certain awareness that that pulls individuals to you, makes the masses gravitate toward you as a product, then we're not going to de deal with revenue. I'm a born hustler. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a big dog. I, I talk well, my vernacular is efficient, but this comes from studying and understanding how what Seymour is speaking about you have to not be able to figure out how to separate yourself, but how to take everything that individuals are and to be able to communicate all of that in one fell sweep. That's the only way we're able to, in a drop shot, give the completion of what many different individuals perceive at one time. So therefore, you are received as pretty much... Um, um, a collage. You're not hot, you're not cold, you're lukewarm, but you're flexible and able to go between both spectrums. It's really, it goes back to the power of your attraction, how you're able to gravitate those to you from the things that you've been through. The bigger the canvas is, the more you have to be able to spread it. You don't ever have to choose in between which part of yourself you offer because you have a large audience that has to reflect many different facets of who you are. That's who they are. Other than that, you're not going to be well received. You're only going to deal with percentages of 
how of 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 communication percentages of how individuals receive you and want to hear you that will affect your money that's going to affect who chooses to deal with you and how they deal with you and um like brandy just said it's going to come down with you being true to yourself but that takes years it takes years for you to become and grow into a stable brand the brand has to become you your substance has to become your 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 life and then you still have to be able to present these things. The power of your presentation becomes the basis of your product. It doesn't matter if it's on a beat or if it's how you present yourself in a simple forum. So my dog, when it comes down to it, I would say, you know, continue to round yourself off in a completion. You know, being conscious is not a flaw. Being conscious is not something that holds you back. Being conscious is the truth of what we actually feel subconsciously that we're not able to deal with. So as a, as a real thorough nigga myself, understand me when, when I'm sharing that what we really need to be able to do is not give ourselves, but be able to make the reflection of who we're giving it to. They have to understand that we are them, that we felt what they feel. I like to focus on the commonality. Pain is the biggest commonality. If you're able to go through a large amount of pain, then you're able to share and give a greater understanding that many individuals have been through. It wouldn't matter if they listen to country music. It wouldn't matter if they listen to neo soul. If you've been through many things and you understand what you've been through, you have a large component of material to be able to share. And that's how you master communication or become a student of communication. So um, Sydney Sims, again, I just wanted to chime in on that, guys. That's a very good point. I like that, man. Uh, Sydney, Sydney, well, well spoken as Jamie <laughs> again. Well spoken, Sydney. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say, I want to say something real quick um, about communication, right? Um, it's a, just a funny story, man. And I, I say this in the most humble way. <clears throat> I didn't have a car at one point, and I was going through a tough period. Because I refused to do anything else but music business. Like, I wouldn't go get a job. I wouldn't mess with the streets. I wouldn't do nothing. I stepped out on total faith, right? And I, my thing was, I'm going to DJ, and I'm going to help artists, and I'm going to make money doing music business. Now, we know how that ends for most, for most people. But it's an act of faith, complete unwavering faith. Right. And I hope this inspires someone. Um, so I, I borrowed a friend's car and I went to go see a young lady. And the girl said to me, man, get your communication skills together. Where's your Mercedes Benz at? And Ooh. she said it in a very harsh way. Right. And I kind of like looked and I'm like inside. It didn't shake me too much because I know that I had the ability to communicate. But what it sent a message to my mind, it said, learn to communicate even better. Get better with your communication skills. And I say that to say that today I drive two Mercedes Benzes. <laughs> All right. So don't let anybody shake your faith. Number one. Um, number two. Learn to communicate even better. If you think you're good at communication, 
learn to communicate even better because the music business and any business is going to require you master communication if you want to go to the top of that business. All right. So don't let anyone shake your faith. Know who you are, know your gifts and step out on faith. Today, for the last 10 years, I haven't worked a job. I haven't been in the streets. I've only made money primarily off music industry, off the music business. And I don't work at a major label. I work for myself as an entrepreneur within the music industry. I'm not saying I did it alone. I had a lot of help from good partners. But I'm telling you, it can be done. Thank you. Well spoken. I like that. Thank you. Everybody, we got six minutes. We got six minutes before we all jump out of here. Anybody want to say anything? Uh, Lucky, anybody got something? If I may add real quick, y'all, I followed everybody on here. Uh, I'm always going to network and go. Um, Sydney, especially you as an artist, with the authenticity and everything you're saying, brother. Uh, definitely follow, follow me back uh, right soon to make that happen. Too. No. Um, I have, uh, like, for those, again, y'all got some music. Y'all want to get a service to Dictator DJs, to our DJs in our record pool. Uh, don't hesitate to um, get it to us so we can get the music going. If you know any other artists or whatnot, make sure y'all tell them music managers you know it's a grind uh majority of everybody like literally i i can i see a, a couple folks that i know that this is what we do for for real for real um i know artistry artistry can be difficult at times especially financing it and a lot of times djing can be but no matter how difficult it be you know what i'm saying I always remember like what we've been putting out here relationships is the relationships and you know have some integrity as well with with it you know integrity that's another thing is key but um if nobody has anything else to say um or any questions um yo you know what? So you we're on every week yeah yeah i mean we we oh this, i was saying we have a conference called Dictator DJ. We have a weekly conference call. That's just the business of, like, we say, for instance, for those that know, like, if there's an artist that we work in, uh, if, if artists, we give them a chance to get their music in, they can come um, showcase it. Like, basically, you know, tell them about the record and before, you know, like a, with all the DJs and tastemakers on the line, we do that every week, but we don't have discussion. See, this is, this is uh, not a typical them getting on the phone talking, you know, seeing how we gonna help them with their record. This this particular call was basically about that. We because in order for us to start trying to get clients and breaking their records, it's still gonna keep going the same way. I don't know how many other people are having these discussions. I don't know how other coalitions or record pools or any other industry people having these conversations because they not. You know what I'm saying? We just looking on the on the on the big side of things in this game, I don't see there in beyond he had. He mad at his label. The same label that made him who he is today. Big Mill mad with 
Atlantic. Like, yeah. But this stuff that we're talking about now, if if these things, the topics that we're talking about today, right now, if these don't get met, then you don't even have to get to that level. Does that make sense? What I don't know if you this right here is the yeah. core. Yeah. You got to start here to even get to that level. And that's all about. I was just going to say, sorry to interrupt, um, that I really enjoyed these discussions um, more than anything, a chance to kind of get to garner a little insight on individuals, even if it's just for a brief moment. But um, I also want to say thanks for putting this on and having me here. Oh, you can yeah. you, welcome. You can get on. Like I say, follow us. Yeah, if all y'all are following, we have a, a calendar. If you can jump on. I'm just telling you. Like I say, the any part of the business, anybody y'all can hit me up. I got something for everybody. Like for real. Like working records or being a part of the process is is always room for for someone. Because like I say, the DJs. I I'm just going because we're not gonna continue going on this. This whole thing started me and Lucky was talking one day and, you know, he I remember he said, hey, man, I got this artist. And I told him straight up, like, look, a lot of my DJs now, it's getting to the point, a lot of DJs don't even want to work with none of these artists. Not to say all of them, like, man, the first question, they're going to be like, how much money they got? You feel me? They're going to ask the question. They ain't even asking how the music sounds. They ain't even asking if the artist has the intangible. I'm not wasting no time because... So, bottom line, what they're saying is a disconnect. It's a disconnect. It's not be that many artists. Uh, I mean, not artists, but it's not going to be too many DJs because I know for a fact when COVID hit, it's a lot of people that I know that are not DJing no more. Not because, because there's no opportunities. Artists can make a record like, uh, I forgot who said it earlier, but they say, okay, a laptop, a microphone and a phone. They can make the music and go directly. You did. Let me say this because I'm gonna make love. I remember I'm that guy that say, okay, I got a new record. Let's get behind it. The DJs that was doing it for the love, they will say, okay, cool. I remember a couple years ago I was on the road. I was doing a promo tour. One of my artists I was working. We was coming. And, you know, it was coming around when the baby was coming up. Cause it was running through the North Carolina, Alabama, all through the markets. And I was like, man, I like the baby. This one, he was going by Baby Jesus. Now, normally, I'll hit my DJs up for, like, man, this is Cat coming up. Y'all need to get on him. And fast forward, the baby gets a deal. He's out of there. And I remember asking a couple of my DJs on a, a previous conference call. I asked them, hey, man, let me ask y'all a question. How many of y'all played the baby? When you know, and all the majority of them said, No, nah, I wasn't playing them. And I said, My point right there does that go to show you y'all Negroes didn't play none of this Negro music, but he's where he's at? That means you're not needed, you're not a brain surgeon, you're what you're doing is not needed. So, if if you if you're not and if you're not needed, I think you need to start questioning that. You feel me? So the baby, if I'd have brought you the baby or the baby that came to you say, hey, man, help me out on this journey, what would have been better for you to have a relationship with that man and however he can help you? 
at this point, you're playing this man record for nothing. You ain't getting that one dime. Probably the money you might make off of him if you DJ in the club and somebody tipped you to play the man music, but he ain't giving you nothing. But that he's still who he is. So that's where why this whole this this particular um call was made because 2022, God bless, we're living. We're on this phone. The DJs in the clubs, mixtape in their bedroom, wherever they're doing, backyard, mobile DJ, artists, the artists that are on here, if you need I, help, sh- 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 learn how to deal with it. We have to all deal I, with each other to coincide. No, that's true. Oh, can I just chime in quickly? Sorry. I no, just want to yeah. say thank you for inviting me to um this group and everything and um you just wanted to say like the problem with the uk because i'm from the uk is that um i realized that there is no industry here like you have to be of a certain um stereotype to be accepted whereas in america and other parts of the world you don't really have to have much but you have to have that level of enthusiasm to say like look i'm different you know um, over here, you have to be of, a, as I said, you have to be of a certain certain ilk to to get by, and I don't feel that's fair. Do you, do you know what I mean? I don't think that I don't think that the um, industry as a whole um, really recognise that over here. So I, I, me myself, I I try to uh, gravitate my my productions, my music productions towards a bigger audience, in that sense. And when it comes back, it's like, oh, my audience is bigger, but not here. Do you know what I mean? My audience is much bigger elsewhere, but not here. And I know why that is. It's simply because I'm not their st- I'm not their typical stereotype. What'll happen with that though is you will make a name beyond where you're from, mm. and then where you're from will recognize you as an artist. Sometimes you have to reach outside of the box, outside of the area, outside of the location. I mean, look at Jesus. You know, his own people didn't accept him. Same thing a lot of times, even with music, like, you know, strangers will, will support you before your best friend will a lot of times. And then whenever your best friend sees all these strangers or such and such that, you know, may have a certain profile about them supporting you, then your best friend will want to jump on the train. I I say best friend loosely, but just to make a point. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I mean, even like um, a couple of weeks ago, I had a, I had an interaction with an individual and they asked me to make a production for them. They said, oh, how much? So I, th- I told them my price. They said, that's too much money. I said, well, I've spoken. I said, listen, at the end of the day, I've spoken to many other producers who are very, very well established in the industry. And they actually told me that I'm understanding myself. You know, as a producer, at the end of the day, I look at it like this, like, if I've put that work in, I, de- I deserve to price it at a certain level. Do you, do you know what I mean? Because I've got to, put, I've got to calculate it as I've put in these man hours um, to get this production to a certain standard. So, therefore, I have the ability to charge what is necessary to get that, to get that um, point across. You know, how is that unfair? Everybody's got to eat, ultimately. Well, I wouldn't undervalue myself. I mean, if they don't see the value in you or your Mm. work, then I wouldn't sweat it because they're just looking at the dollar and not the value. Exactly. And and that's that's another thing as well. I mean, 
because I have such a uh, such a because I believe in, I'm a born again Christian. Um, I believe that you know the Holy Spirit speaks speaks to me a lot, and they told me with this particular individual that they're not the one. They're not the one to take forward with this journey that God has me on. You know because it's bad for it's bad for his business. Well, I mean, it also is a representation of your brand too. So exactly, I would just that that's how I would look at it. If you feel like that, you know, that's not the one and that's not the situation, mm. I would just I would let it go and and not worry about what he said about you because mm. his opinion of you really doesn't matter. It should not affect how you move forward and how no. you operate. Totally, totally, I totally agree. You know, as I said, this this um this as I said, this whole um thing about like oh you've got to be um of oh, you've got to be uh like create more or less crazy in a sense to be accepted in the music industry. It's like no, you don't have to be. I mean, look at like Flying Lotus for example. He's a producer. He makes music. He doesn't ever he 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 doesn't rap. He makes music. Do, do you know what I mean? But he's out there. He's doing his stuff. How is that? Because he's built himself a brand. Do you know what I mean? And it's not about it's not about it become. It, he's realized that it's not about him. He just wants make he wants he just wants to make people feel good in themselves. Do, do you know what I mean? And yeah, understand that and understand their purpose and their role. And that's the thing. Like I, I feel that the um, the the like when it comes to that, people don't really value the producers and the DJs. They kind of just look at them as, yeah, you're just you're just the guy that plays my music. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? You're just the guy that makes my music. You're you're. They don't understand how much how much influence the producer and the DJ has over the entire audience. I actually perceive that things are starting to change again. This is like my perception in the atmosphere right now. Mm. Is there was a time when everything revolved around the DJ or mm -hmm. breaking a record. Mm. And I feel like the atmosphere is changing again and people are starting to come back to the producer, the engineer, yeah. the, and, and value them just as much as, you know, the songwriter or the singer or the rapper or the artist or whomever. Mm -hmm. they are starting to look at them as just as important, if not more important. And they're going to come back to the one to break their record. I feel mm. like they're already starting to see that I need them to put me on. The streaming isn't working. It's costing me more in streaming than I'm making. Exactly. I need to surround myself with people who support me, who um, believe in me and you know if I have to spend some money mm -hmm. you know to get my record broken or to get it out there even on social media platforms because it's, it's not true. as easy as people think no it's not it's really not and, it's really not and they're going to start seeing that unless they've already got these major hits I'm talking about your your independent or even your regardless of what they are if they don't have a major hit to and a major following to push them they it's are true. going to start coming back to the people who break their records because they're going to realize that it's costing them more money exactly to not go that route and mm -hmm. i feel like we're going to start going back to where 
people start sending out, you know, their music yeah, demos, yeah. to individuals instead of uploading yeah. it to the streaming site. Yeah, because even that in itself, I mean, the streaming service had its run. That's how I see it. Yeah, I, I mean, think I, it's about the end. I, this, this, yeah, there's so many holes in it anyway. I mean, the fact that the, <clears throat> um, in order to get yourself out there, really, you've got to get a certain amount of streams. You've got to get a certain amount of listeners. Do you know what I mean? It's like, are you promoting a radio station here or something? Do you know what I mean? I thought that was the DJ's job. I thought that was the radio. I thought that was the radio host, radio presenter's job. Do you, do you know what I mean? When did that become right. our job? Do, do, and, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's where people and artists are going to start coming back to. Yep. And I say artists, and I also say people because that's where people are going to go to, you know, to find the good hits, the good music that they like. Yeah. And especially if it's a DJ that has all these really, like, the new stuff. And I don't mean, like, new artists. I mean, like, the new music. And it can come from a, a an already established, reputable artist. Definitely. The, the DJs that have, you, you know, they always have those hits on deck. Mm-hmm. That people are going to start going back to that. And I feel like they have already started, but it's just something that I see in the atmosphere that's already started happening, but the majority of people haven't realized it yet. So true. It's so true. But they will. Yes. They will over time. I mean, as I said, the industry is changing daily. In fact, sec- in fact, by the minute. Do you know I mean, right now there's, there's new decisions being made. You know, do, you know, do you know what I mean? And we just have to, we as producers and DJs, we have to just pay attention to what's going on and just keep the other um, madness out, out of it because it's all designed to distract us right. and we, from what's really going on. We have more control than we really think we do. We, do. we really I do. I mean, we really do have the control. It's mm-hmm. Just like, you know, I say, people can only treat you the way you allow them to. Yeah, exactly the things that go on we are all allowing this the moment yeah. that we stop it and say no this is no it's not going to work this way anymore the moment we jump off that you know rat mm. race crazy train of i mean mm-hmm. like like the streaming like i said it's costing these artists more money than they're making to stream it they're mm-hmm. not going to continue they're not going to be able to continue to do that they're going to come either come up with something yeah. Yeah. that's more has new ingenuity to it or mm-hmm. go back to what they know has worked. Exactly. And I truly believe they're going to go back to the people. Oh, they will do. Records. They, they certainly will do because they realize that the money is in distribution and publishing and also touring. So they're going to figure out a way of making the new deals look like um, look legit deals <laughs> yeah. when in fact they're just free. They're, they're just other, they're just another form of a 360 again, you know, so the label will always win in that sense. But if you're smart about it and you build your brand, just like Ray Charles did, you know, just like Prince did, and you go to the label, you have leverage. Do you, do you know what I mean? Right. Hey, guys. In that, in that Let sense. Let me chime uh, in real quick. Go um, I like what y'all, I'm, I'm sitting here just listening to you guys. Um, I got some OGs. I know they they, they got to make some power moves. Um, I, I would love for this to keep going. Which y'all gave me an idea, and um, I told, "Hey, Brandy, before we go, shoot me yeah. a message um, on this. I like OT. 
I'm, the conversation, you just gave me an idea. We're going to do this later because I got to, my OGs, they got to go. Everybody else, cool, yeah, I, I want to wrap this up. We kind of went over some minutes over from our original time, but that's um, you know it's everybody good. that's on here, I want everybody <laughs> to be safe. Thank you again for getting on this call. If you want to continue, six o'clock Sunday, like I said earlier, our uh, Florida chapter is going to be on. We have a, a our our normal weekly conference call is on Mondays at nine o'clock. Um, tell a friend. Um, we're getting ready to wrap it up. Um, I hope we learned something, and for those what who all the stuff that we did learn, just apply it. Okay. Um, I'm getting ready to close chat, close this up. But um, I, I everybody on here, make sure y'all send me a message. I want to link with each individual here. Um, maybe I can just outside of our normal working records as a conference call. Maybe we could do um, a dialogue like this because it's pretty much needed. You know what I'm saying? And don't necessarily have to have myself on there, but. Cause I see what y'all doing. I mean, how y'all was to talking. Maybe we need to do that. I just came up with that idea. So, um, on that note, we're going to close it out. Jamie O. Jamie O. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say, um, I appreciate you again. And I appreciate um, you. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I want to give everybody a bonus, man. Okay. Um, serious artists looking for financing. Um, we talked about a lot of stuff tonight. Um, one of the things is we talked about marketing. <clears throat> well, we need to say marketing budget. The marketing, real marketing, effective marketing, a big part of it is a budget. You're going to need a budget for marketing. There's a lot of things you can do that won't cost you anything. But as you get deeper into business, you will hear that marketing is the black hole of any business. You can just pump money into marketing, marketing, marketing. That's how businesses scale. That's how businesses grow. And it's necessary, especially in the music industry. That's just a reality. So a lot of artists need funding. Um, World Capital Credit helps you get funding. Worldcapitalcredit.com. Um, if you need Y'all hit him up. Just send yeah. him a message in the DM. He's giving you game. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you, I'm giving you real game to get some real money. There's a process to getting the money, but it's real. It's real. It's real. Um, credit. What you say that is world? What I need to world change. capital credit. World cap. Contact me directly. I'll walk okay, you through it. Okay, I will. It. I'll walk world you through capital it. Credit. Yep, and um. And just contact me directly, man, and, and I'll, I'll let you know how it works. And it's, like I said, it's a process, but it's a real process that'll get you to the money. And that's the money you need for marketing to build your brand, to market your music. You know, it's all a process, but definitely I'm here. I really appreciated this call. So many intelligent um, people on this call. Salute to, to Lucky. Salute to you, Classic. Salute to everybody that took the time. A lot of you guys I'm familiar with because you've been out here online working and um, just really got a lot of respect for everybody that took their time to jump on this call. Salute the dictators, DJs, and um, 
and everybody, man. I really appreciate everything that everybody's doing. Hey, no problem, man. Bless you, man. God bless. Lucky. Lucky. God bless you, man. No, we ain't gonna. I just want. Is he still on? Yeah, we're still here. Oh, I'm, any last word? Because we about to wrap it up. I want to. No, do no, no. Quick. That's it for me, man. Lucky. Thank you. All right, man. Love to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank right, you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, guys. Y'all be safe. Um, Make sure y'all say y'all prayers, and we out. Everybody hit me on the thing. Make sure y'all, you know, so y'all can keep up with everything. All right? We go. Peace, y'all. Have a good night. Have a good night. Peace, everybody. Peace. Peace.